The Crash and Mars Podcast. All right, for those of you who have kids, this next story is for you. Um, do you guys snoop on your kids' um, internet habits? On their social media, if you can get into it. You say majority parents probably do, right? I'm going to say majority as well. Um, and you know what? This study says that they do. Three in four parents admit to cyber snooping on their kids. Yeah, whether you create a fake account, follow your kids, see what they're up to. Yes. Or if you actually know their passwords. Yes. Uh, most of the parents acknowledge that they do digital helicopter and they agree that they will. Of those who snoop, 84% say, I am perfectly within my rights. To watch over what my kid is doing online. Mm-hmm. Uh, 60% of those parents say that they also believe that their children have no right to privacy. <laughs> so in other words, there should be no privacy protection on smartphones, computers, tablets, and other devices. That's a tough one because, okay, you lock down one thing, they're going to open up five others. Right? I this it, this would be so difficult. It to would navigate. be extremely difficult as a parent for anyone who is navigating through this. Yeah. I don't. I'm, oh my god! So I bet you a lot of kids have dummy accounts set up. Of course, right? To be like, yeah, okay, mom, okay, dad, you can follow me. Ugh. And you look at the account, you're like, oh, well, they kind of have a boring social media life. Meanwhile, their actual account, the act, the very active one, is totally different. Well, and here's the thing: is I remember like back when I was young. And the only, I didn't have social media accounts. Mars had letter carriers. I, I the had, birds would fly in the window. Right. She puts a note on their foot. Be gone, bird. <laughs> and if <laughs> if my mom trapped that bird and read that note, <laughs> let me tell you. Your mom's in the yard with a net. Come on. Gotta figure out what my daughter's doing. <laughs> bird's just taking off. Faster bird! Get to Martin! Oh, it was like just the teen angst if my mom read the note on that bird's foot. <laughs> so I could only imagine. Uh, but no, like all jokes aside, like they would go back to like the written diary. Oh, yeah. Right? Where, like, all of my teen thoughts and dreams were. My God, if anybody ever looked at that, it was like my world ended. Oh, yeah. So could you imagine finding out your mom's been snooping on your... Insta or... Because that's pretty much the modern day diary. Right? 58% of parents with kids between the ages of 4 and 10 years old also believe that their child is more tech savvy than them already. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And 40% of parents say that they are confident that they will be able to actually see what is really going on online when it comes to their kids. <laughs> this one. Guys, I saw my son's internet history once. Once, never again. I noped out. Right? I mean, could you imagine? Oh my God! Could if you I imagine had being a fourteen-year-old boy and you have the internet. Teen crash with the internet. Oh man! Even no, teen no one with the internet. No one would want to read that. That would be. Uh, actually, I, I, it, it wouldn't be a conversation every day because no one would want to talk about it. Right? Another text here says, I have the passwords for all their accounts. If I can't get into them, their phones get taken away. Mm. I pay for the internet. I pay for their phones. I see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Another one here says, hey, guys, uh, kids have something called Finstas, which are also known as fun Instagram accounts that aren't under their real names. Good luck, parents. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, you won't find You're going to have your good one that makes a kid look like that makes a kid look really good mm-hmm. that you follow and you're like, oh, they're kind of boring. But there's going to be that partying social uh, media page that they have. Right. Whatever platform it's on, it's there. Uh, another one here says, hey, guys, keep me anonymous. 
Uh, I am 16 years old, and I have my mom and my dad thinking they know what I'm doing online. The reality <laughs> is, is they have no idea. All of my friends agree. Everybody in my high school, keep trying, parents. Oh, absolutely. Abs- I know. Yeah. Uh, you can be sn- snotty like that. That's fine. That's that's the way it is. Because you're right. That, uh, I would do the same thing. Uh, you create a fake one, you're like, here you go. This is this is uh, appeasing you. That's yeah, right? fantastic. Sure. I got my own stuff. Look going at how on. good I am. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right? Uh, uh, Renee's hanging on. Good morning, Renee. Good morning, guys. Hey, how are you doing uh, today? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Uh, you you saw something. You saw your nephew's what uh, internet history? Yeah, my my <laughs> nephew. I got into his. Um, he had used my phone, and anyways, I peeked on his his stuff. He was living with me. Yeah. And you know, we had a really good relationship, and he wore the halo very well. Mm-hmm. And uh, and once I got into, once I saw his messages, I was blown away. He had he was like dealing weapons and dealing guns. Like, wow. And, Holy cow. Oh, drugs, and it was insane. <laughs> like, and meanwhile, the like whole time you thought he was a little angel. Oh, I thought he was like the, a total angel. Like, hmm. if anyone had verbalized that to me, I would not have believed it. Wow, and then you saw it and your jaw just dropped. Oh, I was, I was gobsmacked. I could, uh, yeah, even, I mean, our relationship is very different because I, and it's sad because I see him differently now. Of course. But, um, yeah, it was, it's, you really don't have any clue what they're doing. Yeah, you painted a whole glorious picture for you. You bought into it. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and you, you thought, well, he's a cool, he's a cool kid. And then a he's, good kid. He's a drug dealing, gun Weapons dealing. Slinging. Wow. Wow. Yeah, total little gangster. <laughs> is he still <laughs> living with you or what? Oh, God, you, no, uh, no, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, well, what a yeah. find. Okay. And you're not alone. No, lots, I, not at all. Lots of people are texting in this, uh, something similar. So. Yeah, thanks, Renee. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a great day. You yeah, too. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, another, t- this post on the app, Staying Anonymous, uh, says, hey, guys, yeah, it's pretty popular in my school as well uh, for all of us to give our parents passwords to our social media it's actually not really the social media that we use. Mm. We pad it with things that make us look good, like all of our friends are having fun, and that we're not doing anything bad. All of us have other accounts that our parents would have no idea about, nor would they even know to ask us for the passwords. And you can't be shocked yeah. on that, right? Like, are kids really going to openly give up their passwords? Mm. No. Well, I'll give you a password. Well, yeah, no, and no. I'll show you I what mean, I want you to see. I mean, to the, the active no, one. Yeah, right? no. Another one here says, keep me anonymous. My wife found my stepdaughter's hidden account. She is a post of her smoking a bomb. Bong. She kept her face out of the video, but it's her room, without a doubt. Oh. <laughs> so the stepdaughter has, like, accounts that everybody sees. Yeah. And then hidden accounts. Yeah. And those are, she's just pulling the, on big old bongs. The her hidden bedroom. one you found that she was, yeah, puffing on bongs. And it's without like, a doubt that, her bedroom. That is her room. Yeah, that's her room. Always be a, uh, always be aware of your surroundings and what's in the background of photos, too. Right? Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. White walls, kids. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't tell them, Chris, but yeah, you're right. Well, yeah. well, they're not, you know, your brain isn't developed. You no. don't think about that. No, you're still going to hide stuff and... Give your parents what you want. Another one here says, my kid added me to all the social media. I always say to her, make good choices. And once it's out there, there's no taking it back. Yeah, well, that's nice. I'm good. I'm glad she gave you all the passwords. Does she look like an angel? I'm sure she looks like a great kid. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. There's probably another batch of accounts. I cannot. I hope not. But. I cannot explain to you how many kids right now are laughing at this conversation. Oh, I know. But like I said, if I was if I was that age, I'd probably do the same thing. Uh, if I was uh, that tech savvy and I actually had that option in my teens, probably. I think every teen would. Here's this. Uh, 19, year old, 19 years old, staying anonymous. Says, hey guys, uh, over the last couple of years, my parents have had all the passwords to my accounts as well. To be honest with you, whatever makes my parents feel good. I was always a good kid. Did I get into some trouble? Yeah. Did I put things online that I didn't want my parents to see? Absolutely. So I made sure that they had the passwords to the accounts that I wanted them to see. Mm. End of story. Yeah. Looks great. You holding like your your test that you got a B plus on. You're like. <gasps> <laughs> and then on your hidden account, you're blowing joints behind the steel. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Just night and day. Oh, it would be so, night be and day. so tough. Right, just, that just hair is, tips on one and bongs on the other. It would be so difficult to navigate your yeah, way through that. That's really tough. hard. Yeah, that's really hard. Uh, well, if you missed the last part of this study, only forty percent of parents say that they are conf- confident that they can actually see what kind of interactions their children are having. That means sixty percent of parents say that they're not confident at all that they see it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this text, the last one, sweet Jesus. I do not want children. <laughs> yeah, that'd be tough. Oh, yeah, all your, all your wonderful be, findings. Yeah, it would be tough to navigate. <laughs> all right, um, we always talk about different generations on this show because there's so many stories out about, you know, what millennials are doing versus Gen Xers versus Gen Yers, Gen Zers, baby boomers. Mm-hmm. Well, the baby boomers are who we're going to focus on right now. Uh, those, of course, um, baby boomers are those who are born between the end of World War II and the early 1960s. Uh, now, they're, they've arguably, arguably been the most dominant voice, especially in America. From the moment the oldest of them came of age in the 60s, their influence has been felt everywhere, mm-hmm. from politics to pop culture. However, this is a list of some baby boomer trends that need to go away. Oh, no. And the, young, young, the ones that we're tired of? Yeah, this is, these are, we're like, boomers, we're done. Yeah, okay. I'm going to uh, say that I disagree with number one. I love number one. Okay. And I hope it continues on forever. Yeah. Now, um, these, of course, aren't all that serious, but these were huge trends for baby boomers. And now people are saying that we might have reached the point where they need to be phased out. Feel free to take part in this, too. Younger peeps of the now family. I've got a whole bunch of them. What baby, baby boomer trends are you totally done with? If you can think of one. Yeah, 56789. These are, these, are, these are fairly lighthearted. Yeah. Uh, but these are trends that were huge for our parents and our grandparents. Mm-hmm. Number one. Fanny packs. <sighs> They're trying to make a comeback. They are back. I'm are sorry, they? Guys. Are they back in full time? Fanny packs are back. It's like the tail end of last year. Yeah. There, there, there's a big push for them. I will never wear a fanny pack. I will. I did when I was a kid, and I'll never do it again. You, I had lots of fanny packs as a kid too. Yeah, they were handy. I could did put, your mom and dad wear a fanny pack? Um, I don't remember them wearing fanny packs. Me neither. But, right? But they put but they me pushed in them. It, Yeah, they pushed that crap on me. But it was handy because I put all my Hot Wheels in there. But also, remember, with a fanny pack, is sometimes it was a windbreaker. So it was your jacket oh, that's a good point. in the form of a fanny pack. Yeah, your jacket and pants. Sorry, guys. I still think that's brilliant. When <laughs> <laughs> It did not look good. No, I know it didn't look good. But how brilliant is it where you've got a windbreaker... 
Well, we live in the prairies. We don't need this. It's not like we're in an ocean community. I know. Where <laughs> you have the mist of the ocean coming off of you. <laughs> it's either raining or it's not. Yeah, I know. You're right. But it's just neat that like what if like a, a weather incident pops up. I don't think all you, of a sudden. I don't think we need that on the prairies. You know, you've got your jacket and a fanny pack around your waist. It's just, yeah. It just folds up. I think that's sweet. <laughs> all right. Number two for baby boomer trends that need to die. Uh, number two, Crocs. Mm. A lot of people disagree with that. Baby, baby boomers love Crocs. Yeah, they do. A lot of people find them very comfortable. I've never actually put a pair on in my life. I just don't like the look of them. I'm sure they're really comfortable, perhaps, but I don't like the look of them. Um, I've never worn a pair of Crocs. You've never just put your foot in one? No, my mom bought a pair of Crocs and twisted her ankle, so oh, she, those were banned years ago. Too big do they fall yeah, off? Yeah, I think they're just flopping around. Yeah. She didn't get them right. Uh, number three, chain restaurants. Mm. So think, and you know what? We've seen the death of quite a few of them here in Edmonton. Oh, Chili's yeah. is gone. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of another one. Applebee's. Kelsey's. Kelsey's. Yeah. Well, Applebee's is more of a small town thing, like a smaller town thing now. It used to be big city. It used to be, used to be big, big city. There used to be yeah. lots of them. Kelsey's, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, Kelsey's, that. remember that? Uh, some could They're even sure argue lived. Hooters. They're trying to modernize it? Yeah, they don't have that hype anymore. Hooters family restaurant. Right. Uh, next on this list. Traditional late night talk shows. Mm. Apparently, apparently, young people just aren't into the idea of Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert. Well, who's the, carport, uh, carpool karaoke guy? James Corden. James Corden. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, young people don't have cable, so they're like, "Oh, right." I don't care, and then they're not going to watch YouTube's because they're like, "Who are these old dudes?" Right. Even though they're not that old. No, they're not. But they are too. Yeah. yeah. I guess you're right. Cracking, uh, like, dad jokes kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, next on this list is cable, like Crash just mentioned. Yeah. Cord cutting is starting to become mainstream. Not so much here in Canada, but down in the States where you have a ton of different ways to watch mm-hmm. streaming platforms. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking about, these are called baby boomer trends that are going to, that young people are going to kill. By the way, your fanny pack that you're talking about that folds into, like, slush pants and stuff. Yeah, thanks. How cool is it? Uh, that was the K-Way jacket. Oh, the Somebody K-Way. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to bring it back. Because <laughs> you're back. in such extreme weather conditions that you need this. <laughs> I do. Uh, calling people instead of texting. Is that there's going to be no more calls anymore. I, I would rather a text. How many of you guys' moms or dads or grandparents text you to call them? They'll text you to call? My mom does all the like time. Like if you send a message, it just they shoot back, call me? Yeah. Ugh. Hey, You're can like, you no. give me a call when you get home? I'm like, Mom, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> we could probably get this done in 15 yeah. words. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, sandals with socks? Mm. Oh, that one's been around for yeah, a while. That happens. How about this one? I think this is coming back. Golf visors. No. Yeah. Golf visors... I, they'll never come back. Were they ever really in? Like full full deal? Uh, some In some fashion they are, yep. Velcro sneakers? Well, those are back. You know what? They uh, I, I feel like the hipsters brought those back. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I, 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 I don't think uh, the boomers started uh, rocking them or continued to rock them. I feel like hipsters brought it back. Yeah, my parents would never be caught dead in a pair of Velcro sneakers. Yeah, I had them growing up. You know what I bought the other day, guys? Uh, this just reminds me. Sorry, sidebar. Mm. I bought laceless gym shoes. What does that mean? I have gym shoes. Yeah. Like my, they're like high so impact So you wear shoes? slippers at the gym. Yeah. That's how intense your workout they is. They don't have laces. You just slide your feet I in? I slip them on. And it's tight? And they tighten. What do you mean they tighten? They tighten over the- So like the, the clap on? The top of my foot. 
How cool is that? Like shoes tighten. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have laces. I slip them on and they form to my feet. Wow. How neat is that? Yeah, I didn't see those. Yeah. Hmm. I thought that was pretty Sneak cool. Sneak those in the house. Uh, and the last one here, uh, the goal of running for anything political. Mm. Yeah. Apparently young people just don't seem to have the urge to do that anymore. I don't know if I agree with that. But the boomers are still like, ah, I should, you know what? I should run for politics. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, Nancy on the North says, what the hell does Velcro sneakers have, sneakers have to do with baby boomers? Your list is dumb. Mm. Well, boomers, like the, the old peeps used to have Velcro sneakers. They used to have Velcro sneakers. Yeah, it was I huge. remember my uncle had Velcro sneakers. Did he? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was just a cheaper sneaker or whatever, but that's it, it is what it is. Uh, when my dad was around, I think he, uh, I'm pretty sure he had uh, some like dirty white Velcro sneakers. Those things were kicking around. Hmm. They're just like your, uh, your like ca- very, very cash shoes, right? Yeah, they were. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one here says, hey guys, I found my kids matching fanny pack windbreaker jackers, jackets once at a secondhand store and I was way too excited. Mm-hmm. That's from Christy in Sherwood Park. Someone's still a big fan of the Golf Pfizer. Yeah, Golf Pfizers are huge. I don't think I, uh, I don't think I could pull it off. Actually, you know what? You could pull it off. You know it. I did rock a golf visor. I knew it. I had a beige one. Yep. Yeah, and I had poofy hair out the top. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, I feel like oh, this is 1994 I, crash. It just, it just the poofy all, hair. Yeah, and, it just all rolled back. Yeah, you did. It good, all came back. You? I, I think it was uh, like one. I only did it for one year, like one school year. Sure. And I thought I was the coolest cat around. My dad wore a golf visor for a while. Did he have like the uh, like the transparent green visor, or was uh, it a yeah a us solid as, one? Us as kids, we had the transparent ones, which were fun. Mm-hmm. But my dad had the more sleek ones, mm. like the Titleist ones, and oh, like the yeah, pro golf pro golf ones. Yeah, yeah. He rocked those, and I wore the blue. Like it had like the transparent blue. Yeah, yeah. You know, my the problem with my visor now. Um, the beak on it was too big because it was a cheap ass one yeah. that I it's I think I bought it at like Red Apple or Byway or whatever. Sure. Um, the beak because a visor you need like a certain amount of uh, length on it, right? Yeah. Mine. You do. Mine was like a full hat. It was weird. Oh, your mom bought you a cheap one. <laughs> oh, it was very cheap. Yeah. They might have just gave it to her because it was a wrong one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I had like a full hat size. Uh, Visor on it. Mm. Not good. Uh, uh, this text here says, hey guys, good morning. I am an Asian man, mm-hmm. and Asian people are huge into golf visors. Oh, still? Yeah. Huh? I love them. Why? What, what is the appeal of a golf visor? This text here, ladies look great in a golf visor. You know what? I'll agree with you on that. Hmm. And if you've got like a nice ponytail popping out. Yep. Done and oh done, Oh my hey? God. Throw my golf bag down. Day is done. Done. And done. <laughs> yes, Haley, that happens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Get that visor. Okay, for those of you who are going to be looking for uh, a job, this is a good news. Have you ever seen a job that was perfect, but you didn't have all the required skills that they listed? So you're looking at the job, you're like, man, this is the job for me. Yeah. But I don't check all the boxes. You got to lie. You got to lie. Well, according to a recent study, you should be applying for those types of jobs anyways. Do you admit that you don't know or do you lie and say that you you've dabbled in like this area of Um, expertise? That's a really good question. Because ultimately, 
if there's a whole bunch of resumes on the desk, is someone going to look at a resume where you're like, hey, hey, I like this job, but I'm not qualified, but I'm a real hard worker. Are they going to actually look at that or throw it aside? Okay, if you are in the position, now family, if you're in the position to hire people, if someone came in like Crash and said, listen, I don't have all the skills, but I'm a really good worker, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Like I'm dedicated, I'm dedicated. I'm passionate about this. Would you hire them? Or Would are, I even get the chance? Are you looking for the guy or the girl who has all of the skills? Mm-hmm. Every single skill that you list. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. I'm going to say you don't need every skill. You think I think, skills, think I think they can be taught. If my resume is written up properly, you think it would stand out? Yes. That they'd be like, you know what, we're going to give this guy a chance. Okay, well, while the now, while the hiring part of the now family, yeah. while they answer, mm. if uh, you'll hire people who aren't fully skilled, mm. here's what researchers found. They looked at 118 different jobs and over 6,000 job applications, and they found that you need less than 50% of the required skills to get yourself in an interview. Mm. So if you have half of what they're looking for, yeah. it will land you an interview. Okay. People who match 50% of the requirements for a job were just as likely to get an interview as people who had 90% of the skills. Uh, and guess what? Mm. People got jobs only having 50% of the skills. People actually took required. a chance. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Darren on the app. Uh, Crash, Crash's first thought was to lie. Now why would I trust his resume? Well, you're right. And, you sh- and obviously you shouldn't. Because I, Good do, point, Darren. But you know what, though? Isn't it everybody's first instinct to lie like when you're really, looking for work? I don't like to call it lying. I just say embellishing. Well, like getting your first job in radio, too. Every radio studio is completely different. Yeah, Everyone uses different, different software, software and stuff. Yeah. yeah. You make it up. You're like, oh, yeah, no, I'm good at that one. Yeah, I know that one. And I, when I first started, I didn't have Google, so I'm like, oh, God, I hope there was a handbook or something. <laughs> right, sure. No, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. yeah. You couldn't just uh, give a quick Google, watch a YouTube tutorial. It wasn't around. Yeah, you're right. You couldn't. You just had to look at the, the software and really figure it out. Open that help file and master it quickly. Would you lie now? Um, Probably. I would embellish. Or would you say, I don't know, but I'll learn? Like, I can figure that out? Although, I guess, yeah, and people are saying that they'll give people a chance. Maybe maybe I would. Maybe I'd be like, you know what? I'm, uh, I know about 70% of the job, but I'm definitely willing to learn. But I'm definitely willing to learn. What's the key word? There's got to be, like, a nice, like, the, the key word that'll get you in. Like, I'm a go-getter? I, well, yeah, like, I guess if you look like you're a put-together person who can be trusted, a hard worker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amanda's got some thoughts here. Okay. Uh, good morning, Amanda. Good morning. How are you? Good. Hi, good. good. Uh, have you been in this situation or what? Um, I actually have. Um, I found in my experience, employers uh, they they want you to be teachable. Um, they want you to be eager um, and ready to to learn new skills because they don't want somebody walking in that already has bad habits. Oh, that's so, a good point. Uh, then they can mold you. Exactly, and then they can get you to uh, adhere to their standards, you know? Uh-huh. So, uh, being teachable is really, really a big, big one on the top of the list. So do you hire people, Amanda? Uh, I, myself, personally, no. Um, I've had to hire babysitters. Okay, yeah, I see. Okay, yeah. <laughs> It's been a long time, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I work in the, in the bar industry. 
Um, oh. And I see a lot of people coming and going, and, and I'm friendly with the owners. Mm. And uh, a lot of times they'll bring somebody in uh, that doesn't really know necessarily exactly all of the requirements of the job. Yeah. But they're willing to learn, and some of them stick around for a really long time, and, and others kind of drop off, and, and that's the industry. You know, they want people that are teachable, though. So it's yeah. probably better to take a chance on someone than someone coming in and being like, I am actually overly qualified for this job. They could absolutely lie. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, thanks, Amanda. You guys have a great morning. Yeah, you too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, a lot of people on the app, too, are saying, like, a lot of people are texting in as well, mm-hmm. saying that uh, they wouldn't trust a resume where that person seems to know everything. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you don't want to come across as uh, <laughs> that that guy or girl. I know this, um, Darren says, hey, guys, I've worked with people who have lied. One guy said he had 24 years experience in a trade. Mm -hmm. He was 27 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. That's really good. That's really good. Guys, let me tell you, I've lived a life. 24 years, baby. That's funny. (laughs) Uh, Also, with this study, they also found having a super long resume can significantly lower your chances of landing an interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, for most jobs, they say the sweet spot is around two pages. Anything longer than that makes you 43% less hireable. So cut it down. What makes your resume long? A bunch of different jobs? Yeah. Is it okay to admit certain jobs? Yes. And they also say your sweet spot. But then you get a dead spot. They say you your get- sweet spot is between 475 to 600 words. Mm. No more than that. People just stop reading. But if you're pulling out uh, different jobs that you had... Uh, if you're omitting them from your resume, mm-hmm. then you get dead spots. So you answer them in the interview. That's what they say. Oh. So you explain so like, it. I left it out so it, yes. my resume wasn't three pages. That's exactly it. <laughs> and also, I don't know why I've worked 400 jobs in the last four years. <laughs> I'm hoping to change that with your company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, and one last quick story here for you guys. Uh, a babysitter's sister decided to turn to Reddit after she posted a text exchange um, where her sister, and um, who was a babysitter, and a mom agreed on $16 an hour for babysitting. Mm-hmm. That's a good chunk of change. If, it is a good chunk of change. Yeah. 16 bucks an hour for babysitting. And you know what? I'm, I'm wondering if anybody can have anything that they want to share on this. Mm-hmm. Let me throw it out there right now. 780-489-4669. I want to see if uh, anybody's been asked to do a job Mm -hmm. and you did that job and did you get paid? Mm. Apparently, here's what happened. The babysitter and the mom agreed on $16 an hour. Mm -hmm. Everything starts off all pleasant. The babysitter um, compliments, you know, the babysitter says, um, you know, I'm going to swing by um, and get my payment. After she babysat. Yeah. The reason being is because mom came home and said, oh, I don't have the cash on me. I'm so sorry. And the babysitter said, hey, you know what? No problem. Your kids were great. I'll come by tomorrow and you can pick up. I'll pick up the money for babysitting. Well, when she got there, uh, the mother said that she will not be paying her any money because her kids are very well behaved and the babysitter ate all of the ice cream in the fridge. <gasps> you still have to pay the babysitter. Isn't that uh, I've never babysat in my life. Isn't that part of the deal? It was part of my deal. The babysitter can eat whatever they want in the house. Yeah. That's part of the deal, is it not? Now, if you're wondering how long was the babysitter with the children, uh, the babysitter was there for eight hours. Oh, my God. And she doesn't want to pay her? No. Your tub of ice cream is $5. The child's regular, uh, the children's regular child care was canceled for the day and mom had to go to work. Mm -hmm. So the babysitter agreed that she would watch the children for eight hours. 
Uh, the mom responded in text. Um, I don't appreciate your anger. You got free ice cream and a day of fun. A day of fun because their children are angels. Oh, man. Anyone who's babysat right now probably is just irate. <laughs> I've never babysat and I'm irate. That is ridiculous. Wow. 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 The babysitter then goes on to plead with her to say, I have to pay for my textbooks for my new sem- semester. Even saying that I'll just, uh, you know, I'll take seven or I'll take, pardon me, one hundred dollars. The mom responds with, quote, absolutely not. I wish I didn't have such a stuck up C word watching my kids. <gasps> I'm going to block you now. Please do not contact me again. What is this woman's problem? She doesn't want to pay her babysitter. It's it's like, what, 130 bucks? It would, be, would have been 128 dollars. 128 bucks? Wow. You didn't want to do that. One hundred twenty-eight dollars. Well, her kids may be angels, but she's a giant. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So the text, uh, the text exchange was posted on Reddit. Yeah. I want to know uh, from the Now family, uh, just really quick here right now. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Has anybody ever done a job and then not been paid for it? Mm-hmm. I'd be livid. Because I want to know: Did you get paid? Mm-hmm. And like, did that? Like, did did were you able to get your money? Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think of any. I made sure I got paid. Like even I, like a regular job. Like, did you go in and then they fired you and you never got your last paycheck? Haley, it happened to you twice. What? While babysitting? Oh, where they're like, no, it's not. You didn't do a good job. When I was babysitting, usually they'd even put out a spread. Yeah, I just like thought it was. was I thought like, the house is kind of fair game. Yeah, there was like uh, like chips, or there was you know like uh, I don't know some sort of snacks, and yeah. usually there was pop left for you, mm-hmm. or like juice or whatnot, and they would say you know help yourself to well, anything. You got like, like, oh yeah, a nice lavish spread there. Oh yeah, because you and the kids would have some snacks or whatever before you went to bed, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. So this one, this girl babysits for this woman for eight hours. She mm-hmm. was supposed to get paid one hundred twenty eight dollars. The mom paid her nothing, saying I have great kids and you ate all the ice cream. <laughs> Has anybody ever? Never been paid for a job that they completed. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, we're talking about a post on Reddit where uh, a woman, a young a young woman, she's a student, um, agreed on a babysitting job, and the babysitting job was going to be for eight hours, sixteen dollars an hour. After a woman's childcare was unavailable, she had to go to work, and so she paid a babysitter. Mm-hmm. However, she did not pay that babysitter. When she got home from work, she said, "I didn't have the money." The babysitter said, "No problem, I'll come back tomorrow to collect." And then that's when the texting started that night. Uh, the mom said, "I'm not paying you. Uh, my kids are great, and you ate the ice cream." <laughs> her hangup is the ice cream. Yeah, her she's is the really. Ice cream. Pissed that the the ice cream was not there when she got home. Uh, now the amount should have been more than a hundred dollars, but the babysitter even said, "Just give me one hundred dollars and we'll call it a day." Mm-hmm. Um, to which she said that there was no way that they would she would pay one hundred twenty eight dollars for a single day of someone watching her children. <laughs> I, I guarantee the uh, uh, the kids. Uh, Parents are probably pretty ticked on that well, too. Well, yeah, I would to be like, oh so. my god! Everyone on Reddit is encouraging the babysitter to go to small claims court, and some people are saying the ideal situation would be for her to appear on Judge Judy. Oh yes, oh that would be a nice. <laughs> That's one. a Judge Judy. That's one a right Judge there. Judy story for yeah, sure. So we want to know if you have you ever done a job and then you didn't get paid. Yeah. Uh, what happened? Uh, Southside Jay's right at the top here. Hey Jay, how you doing, buddy? Hey, not too bad. And you? Yeah, doing pretty good. Uh, did you end up doing a job that you didn't get paid for? I did. I was uh, in the early days of my electrical apprenticeship. Yeah. And was doing some side jobs for a slumlord. 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he decided that he was going to ignore calls for payment. Oh, no. So you did a couple jobs and you're like, hey, man, I need some payment and just blocked you and ignored you. Yeah, and when you're a apprentice, you're barely making any money anyways. So oh, exactly, yeah. Things are a little tight. Oh, for sure. Did uh, uh, did he ever answer your call? Did you ever get a dime from him? Well, uh, my employer at the time, we were doing work for the people that actually paid him. So he was the contractor that was turning all of these university houses into uh, multiple dwelling condos and such. Okay, yeah. And so I knew where he was getting his money from, and they had a shop set up. So I went in there and said, listen, uh, Sid's not paying, and uh, I'll be back tomorrow to collect payment. Yeah. And... By the time I had driven two blocks away, he called me and said, come pick up your check. Wow. <laughs> wow. As soon as, money's, yeah, as soon as someone's taking his money, right. he's like, oh, son of a. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you got cash out of the deal at the end of it, man. Well, it was the last time I worked for Slumlord, Sid. I bet, yeah. Well, yeah, Slumlord just doesn't say uh, they're going to pay. No, that's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. I don't mind doing the work as long as I get paid at the end of it. <laughs> oh, there exactly. You there you go. Okay, thanks, Southside Jane. Mm-hmm. Like what? What goes on in your brain to to treat someone like that? I have that, no to idea. I listen to this one here. It says, "Hey guys, I just went over to Reddit and I read the actual post." Yeah, this woman sounds like my ex-wife. Oh no! Regularly, she would get her quote friends to help her out by loaning her money and then making up excuses for reasons not to pay them back. One instance was she borrowed almost ten thousand dollars from my sister. <sighs> Never paid her a cent. No, that happens. That unfortunately happens probably quite often, right? Yeah. Because family, typically family's going to help family. Uh-huh. And then bing, bang, boom. Yeah. That's what happens. Uh, Saint Anonymous here on uh, 4. Hello. Good morning. Hey. Hi. All right. So uh, this uh, happened to your friend, right? He didn't get paid for a job that he did? Yeah. Well, this will be the fifth job that he doesn't get paid for. Yeah. Um, he he's a rest- renovation guy, and he does phenomenal work. So there's no issue with the work quality. Yeah. Um, but he's just such a nice guy that when they agree upon a price, he just starts to work, and when he finishes, the guy goes, "Well, I don't really have the money right now," or "No, uh." I just, I just don't know if I really like this style that you did in here or something <gasps> like that. They started nitpicking. Gosh. Yep. And this has been about the fifth job so far where he has not been paid. And this is three, four, five thousand dollars easy. <sighs> yeah. This got to um, be tough for uh, people that do renovations, right? Yeah. And, it, you know, and the, the guy's so nice. So, well, you know, pay me when you can. Well, in turn, his bills are are starting to yell at him and he can't pay his mortgage and stuff like that. Yeah. And I keep telling him, I said, on your invoice, put on there after 30 days of finishing the job, if they do not pay you at a 15% surcharge every day. Yeah. 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 Throw, throw some legal mumbo jumbo on there. Try to yeah. intimidate. Oh yeah. And uh, he says, no, no, it's okay. So <sighs> he's, oh. Now he's struggling, and yeah. it's winter time, so it's harder to do work. And he's still being dropped every single time. Yeah, People he's too nice. Wanting to pay, he's way too nice. He uh, he needs you to walk in there with him, and you do the negotiating. Oh yeah, I'll get yeah. that. You'll get that damn <laughs> <get that> <laughs> yeah, money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks for sharing that. I hope it works better for your buddy in the future. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. You too, man. Bye bye. That sucks. Oh uh, yeah. You that's do hear tough. a lot of those renovation stories where, uh, like, contractors and tradespeople aren't getting paid, but this guy's way too nice.
way too nice. You got to set it. Yeah, you got to set it up. You pay me this percentage. At this. Like, you pay me or I burn your house down. Yeah. <laughs> or you could do that. Yeah, yeah. right. Let's see how that one goes. Yeah. See if the cops are called on that. Uh, another one. Let's do, uh, do I got Diane? Yeah, I got Diane hanging on. How you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for asking. How are you? Yeah, doing good. fantastic. Uh, so what did you not get paid for? Well, exactly the same thing. So I was a nanny for three years, and I was in Fort Murray. And when I got my open work permit, I started doing part-time jobs. Yeah. So I babysit for other families. Mm. And there's this one single dad who hired me to do a 12-hour shift. Oh, yeah. Which I did. And I didn't just babysit, right? I drove them around the city took them to their skating classes and swimming classes and stuff like that. Wow, you went like full nanny. Yeah. And then um, when he got home, he said, hey, I didn't get paid from my work today, so can I pay you tomorrow? And so I said, okay, uh, just email transfer me the money. So I gave him my email address. Yeah. And then I didn't hear from him the whole day the next day. And I met him on Facebook because there's like a babysitter site in Fort sure. McMurray that yep. we go to. Yeah. And then he's like totally blocked. Like I'm, I can't reach him anymore. What? And I realized that she blocked me on Facebook. So then I tried calling him and he's not picking up anymore. So I went to his house and knocked on the door and no one's answering. So I left. And so I was just waiting and waiting. And then a few days later, I was driving around for Murray and I saw him with the kids. And I stopped and I said, hey, I was just wondering if you can pay me. And he's like totally like he didn't know me. <gasps> like he didn't recognize me at all. Whoa. So I never, knew him. I never got Whoa. my money back. And you never, ever got paid. No, no, oh, What a weird situation where he's like, I, who are you? I don't know who you are. Sorry. And so I posted, like, on that website not to babysit for him anymore because he's, like, never going to pay you. Absolutely. Else. What a bad situation. I'm sorry, sorry you had to go happened. through that. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. What a terrible one. Thanks, a for sure. Thanks for sharing that, Diane. Right, have a good day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What a weird, <laughs> What a weird and awkward situation for someone to not... To pretend not to know. I think I would lose. I don't think I would be as chill as uh, Diane was. I I would lose my mind. I think. Although you don't want to do that in front of the kids. Uh, this text here says, I did engagement photos for my aunt three years ago. We agreed on $200 long before the shoot. She harassed me afterwards for the finished photos. Despite telling, despite me telling her, give me one to two weeks to touch them up and make them look good. Yeah. She gave me $50 up front, and I have yet to receive a single dime or a birthday call or a pre- Christmas call from her ever since. Oh, you're not going to see another dime from her. Because she's going to be like, well, the photos weren't actually that great, blah, blah, blah. Ugh. The touch-ups weren't the greatest, right? And I be, is that the goal? So you don't pay, you nitpick. You nitpick. Yeah, and then you make up excuses. She gave then, her 50 bucks. Yeah. On, on a, they agreed on $200. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another one here. Let's take uh, Corey. Hey, buddy. Hey, guys. How hey, are you doing? Fantastic. Good. All right, so uh, what was your situation where you weren't paid for a job you did? Well, it wasn't really a job. It was more like uh, a favor for my stepmom. She wanted me to rub cream on her feet. Now, to give it some context, she doesn't exactly have the nicest feet. The calluses, she has you know, some, some micro baby toenail on it. So it was pretty nasty. But yep. okay. she, she's like, yeah, I'll pay you 25 cents. And, you know, I'm six years old at the time. So I'm thinking, okay, that's a couple of, that's 25 one-cent candies or, you know, a few five-cent candies. So I'm thinking, okay, bonus. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. That's the hell with it, right? Yeah, for sure. 
so I do it, and then she, uh, she, I'm like, hey, where's my 25 cents? She said, oh, it's up on the fridge. I'm like, Dad, I'm like three feet. I can't get up on the fridge. I can't go up there and get it myself. Yeah. I never got my 25 cents. She never gave it to you? What a horrible thing to do to a little kid. Rubbing lotion on her dirty ass callous feet? That's gross. (laughs) She never gave it to me. I I still razz her about that to the day. That is filthy. Yeah, she owes you 25 cents on her skanky, naughty feet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That is glorious. Well, the Going rate for Mars's feet is ten bucks no. if you want to come rub those. Oh gosh. <laughs> I'll take it, man. I'll take it. <laughs> this this is the Crash and Mars Podcast. For those of you who are huge Led Zeppelin fans, uh, Led Zeppelin recently released which songs have made them the most money in their career. Um, now I'm sure you can probably guess what number one is. I would imagine out of all the Led Zeppelin songs, which one is the most popular that would have made them the most money? Probably this one. Yes, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to let you guys guess because I think everybody would know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stairway to Heaven was one of their biggest songs of all time. And uh, Led Zeppelin says that Stairway to Heaven made them just under $3 million US. That song alone. And it'll continue to make them money. It will continue. Yeah. I mean, it's like a, like, it just, a clock. It just yeah, yeah, yeah. Every year, just check comes in. Up. They're like, oh. Um, do you want to guess what number two is? Uh, I'm going to guess uh, this one. Oh, I love great song. Right? It's a good song. It's a popular song. Whole lot of love. Where is that? Coming in at number five. You need really? Yeah. My number whole, five. Whole lot of love. Yeah. Not making Led Zeppelin. Come on. I know it's a great song, Crash. I agree with you. Hmm. Number two. Number two. Black dog. Black dog. Are you thinking black dog? What? Great song. Not number two? Not number two. Uh, I'm going to guess All My Love. What is Black Dog on your list? Oh, Black Dog's on my list. Yeah, yeah. number four. Okay. Black Dog comes in. So we're going one. down. Uh, is it All My Love? All My Love? It is not All My Love. This one gets a lot of airplay. Good song. Haley doesn't know any of these. I know you don't, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see confusion over there. She's like, what? <laughs> Uh, no, actually, All My Love, great song. Yeah. Not in the top ten. What? Not in the top ten. Oh, come on. Uh, rock and roll? Uh, rock and roll coming in at number nine. Number nine? Yeah. Once again, this is a popular one. You think it'd be right up there. Uh, let me see here. Rock and roll coming in at number nine, making Led Zeppelin $636,000 US. Hmm. Still a good amount, I guess. This is yearly, right? Or this is all of all time? Uh, I'm just looking. This is... Can't be of all time. Oh, maybe it is. Yeah, it is. Is it Cashmere? For That's number, number two? two? Yeah. Number two is... You're right. It is. Wow. Well, yeah. This is a great song. Uh, this coming in at number two. <laughs> He's like, I know it. <laughs> Out of all the Led Zeppelin songs, this is the one that Haley knows. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, this one coming in at number two, making Led Zeppelin $1.5 million. Do you guys US. remember that wild time? Maybe like it was like late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, Godzilla was back. Yeah. yeah. With like Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Puff Daddy sampled this. Yes. For a song. Yes, he, he did. He sampled Cashmere. Which he shouldn't have. No. <laughs> he 
definitely <laughs> should Jimmy Page for the video and everything? Yeah. Weird time to be alive, gang. Yeah, it was a weird time to be alive. But yes, this song coming in at number two. Uh, so number one, Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. Number two, this song, Cashmere. Number three, the Immigrant Song. Number four, Black Dog. Number five, Whole Lot of Love. Number six, Ramble On. Number seven, Over the Hills and Far Away. I forgot about Ramble On. Ramble On's a good one too. That's my dad's favorite song. Loves this song. Uh, number eight, Going to California. Another yeah. great song. Number nine, Rock and Roll. And then number ten. Dire Maker. Oh, now, yeah. Now, the album that was the biggest for Led Zeppelin, they just recently released that as well. And this is based on revenue generated from consumer requests. It says that Led Zeppelin 4 earned the band uh, close to the most money they've ever made over the past 11 years. Mm-hmm. This one should have been higher, actually. Dire Maker? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's coming in at number two. You know this one too, Haley? We got two. Yeah, we got two. All right. Yeah, that's a good song, too. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, they'll just keep making money year after year. Yeah. What? We got to write a hit song. Oh, they right. said we got to wreck this song. No. Like, what? <laughs> just got to write one hit song. Yeah, that's all we need. And you're good to go. You're good to go. Tried years ago. Nothing ever took off. No, <laughs> no, it did not. So there you go. Okay, if you guys are um, thinking that you're missing your SIN number, that someone has stolen it, before you start giving away all your money and gift cards, I need you to listen very carefully to this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why people still feel that they can pay in gift cards, but they do. It's the time of year. A Ontario woman from Cornwell has lost all of her money after falling victim to a scam. She works as a server, and she lost $4,000 to this sin scam. Now, it all started when 23-year-old Julia from Ontario got a phone call from Service Canada telling her that her social insurance number had been compromised. The caller also identified himself as RCMP investigator Steve Rogers. Mm, That sounds like a... A legit name? (laughs) (laughs) It does. The caller told her that someone rented a car in her name and that it had been discovered abandoned in South Toronto. They also told her that the rental car in her name had blood on the seats and 10 kilograms of the cocaine. Jeez. (laughs) Now, the officer then gave a badge number, a case number, and told Julia that her name and her SIN number were involved in a drug and money laundering investigation. Now, she said that's when she started to panic. Now, when she questioned the officer's story, he then returned her call from a different number. And that number showed the RCMP. Mm. She looked for the number on Google and it seemed legit. Now, Steve Rogers then told Julia the RCMP will take care of her getting a new sin. But to protect her money, she had to transfer her savings into gift cards. Oh, here it is. And Julia did it. Yep. Julia. All of it? He kept her on the phone for what they're saying, hours. Oh, man. He instructed her to drive to the grocery store and pharmacies across Cornwall and to buy up Google Play gift cards, all while staying on the line to make sure that she was doing what the RCMP told her to do. After several purchases, her debit card was then declined, so the caller told her to go to the bank, withdraw all the money she had, to go get more gift cards. Jeez. So she did it. He then ordered her to call the bank to increase her credit limit and go get more gift cards. 
This went on for four and a half hours. She stayed on the phone with Steve Rogers. Like that's a red flag too, right? Like the length of time, not only just getting gift cards, and then all of a sudden your account, like the debit card is declined. Like there's all these red flags. Uh, uh, there are so many red flags. Uh. Julia said she broke out down in tears several times during the ordeal, but the man on the phone kept reiterating she couldn't tell anyone what was going on, and if she did, she would be arrested in the investigation. She said that she felt like she was being held hostage. Hang up. Mm-hmm. Just hang up. Just get rid of the call. As soon as someone says, please hang up. Now, after the four and a half <laughs> hours. Much. Yeah, I know. Listen, I'm all for being an adult and, you know, facing problems head on. Yeah. But let's be honest. You hide like the oh, yeah, yeah. hides. If cops calling, hang hide. up. Taxman's calling, hang, hang up. up. Mm-hmm. Power Avoid. company, eh, hang, hang up. up. <laughs> Oh boy. Until your lights go up. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Yes. Crash and I are terrible adults Uh, and we have done all of these things. No, but I haven't been scammed yet. Hey, they want you to pay your student loans? Hide. Yeah, forget that. Oh, you ran out on rent? Yeah. Ah, Just hide. Yeah, your landlord doesn't actually want the money. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I would never stay on the phone. Just never pay anything with a gift card. I was thinking about this. Even 23-year-old me, if the police called and said a car was rented in your name, Mm. it's covered in blood and the cocaine, 23-year-old Marzi would have froze and Mm. then went... Hang up. Yeah, I don't want any part of this. And then I would have never answered the phone again. And be like, where's my cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Julia's not old. Usually no. it's uh, really old No, she's old 23. Now, Steve Rogers then told her after the whole ordeal, he'll call you the next morning to give you a new sin, but he never called. When she called the original number back, she said the person who answered didn't speak a word of English. Mm-hmm. That's when she went to, the, went to the local police station and the money was gone. She had been scammed. People are saying, is Steve Rogers Captain America? Is yeah, that his name? That's yeah. another red flag. Yeah, that's his name? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Captain freaking America. <laughs> this one, Captain America would never scam anyone. He's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that nuts? Ugh. I've got a picture of our girl up in the app. Yeah. yeah. She's wearing uh, her fanny pack. Around her neck. Like a sash. I wonder if she yeah, was. Yeah, you guys, that's fashion. Oh, is it? Yes. Is that how you're supposed to wear a fanny pack now? Yes. Oh. oh, I thought that was like in fear. I thought that was like, you know, you'll see like tourists sometimes oh, with yeah, their yeah. You pull your bags close. strapped to their chest. No, yeah. that's fashion. Oh, that's the look. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't know if Julia should be the decider <laughs> of anything. <laughs> yeah, that's fashion. <laughs> uh, this text here says, I had the scam as well. The cocaine and everything. Wow. Laundering. I knew as soon as the phone rang with the fake number, I kept him going for 20 minutes and then I laid into them and hung up. <laughs> You're like, Dad, I got nothing to do. Yeah, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Why do you just never want to answer your phone anymore? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't either. Like, that's just it. Don't answer your phone. Unless it's like <laughs> two people that might call me. Don't answer your phone. Mars got to the point where uh, she just starts blocking all the numbers that are calling. Yeah. And then the other day, uh, we're getting uh, Amazon deliveries, and they're trying to buzz. And Marta's like, yeah. I guess the buzz code's broken. Sorry. At our they apartment. Keep, they keep trying to call, and it just calls and hangs up. Yeah, She's like, well, it shows that they called. <laughs> I grab Marta's phone. I'm like, you blocked block the, the number. You blocked the number for downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> so no one can buzz in. <laughs> Whoops. Well, I'm done with scams. <laughs> they're not getting another four grand out of Mars. No, no, they're not. No, they are not. This less than last time. <laughs> uh, this text here says, I was scammed like this. I was even at the bank. They were in my pocket, mm-hmm. on the phone, in line. The bank lady looked at me, 
So it's like you're carrying your scammer in your jacket. Because what do you mean? Like, she had the phone on? Yeah, so the phone was on, the scammer was on the line. Yeah. She put her phone in her jacket and went to the bank. Oh, the phone was in her pocket. Yeah. They were on the line. They say the bank lady was the one that looked at me and said, you should call the CRA before doing anything. I was almost stupid enough to do it. Oh, my God. So it was the bank lady that thwarted yeah. the whole situation. I think banks, because people clearly will actually go into the bank and get a bunch of money for these scammers. Banks should have a sign, like a big sign as you walk in, it slaps you in the face. Like, in, like a don't be an idiot sign. Well, maybe you worded a little nice. Well, yeah, 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 it's working, working progress. But I just think I think. Welcome to RBC. <laughs> Don't be so goddamn stupid. <laughs> okay, I love it. Maybe that's what you need. I think also we just need to don't give your money away. To anybody. But if you're afraid, especially let's say you had done something shady in your past, mm. and then you get called with a a threat, like I, you, I get it. Yeah. You but I don't think twenty-three-year-old Julia was like a international cocaine dealer. But like, four if, years ago. if you were uh, dealing a bunch of blow ten years ago, Ginge, yeah, and then you got this call for yeah, paying them in gift cards. Would you go get gift cards though? Well, if I'm worried about you know my past catching up to me, I would uh, suspect it seems a little suspicious. Yes, but <laughs> <laughs> well, how many people were dealing blow ten years ago? That this many. That, mm-hmm. you know, you would have this many news stories. College is a wild <laughs> It was a crazy time. What if we only sold gift cards? Take them out of the Sevs, take them out of the Sobies, only in police stations. <laughs> That's the only spot you can buy a gift card. <laughs> I don't think, I think sales would dramatically plummet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't going in there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we just talked about it. Like, <laughs> you just said you're worried about your past. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. now you want to walk into a cop shop? <laughs> Uh, this Not text here says, I buy gift cards for work a lot, and the cashiers at Shoppers actually stopped me to ask me questions as to why I was buying so many. I think they're supposed to now, aren't they? I was super annoyed. I thought, it's none of your business. He was so invasive until he explained that the people who were being scammed by lots of cards yeah. and that they're concerned and now they want to help. Mm-hmm. That's good service. Yeah, because I think Best Buy people do that, too. If you're buying a giant stack, like, I think like they'll $2, question $2,000 yeah, with a gift card. I think they'll yeah. question you, yeah. It is good service, but also, yeah, I'd, I'd be annoyed, too. It's like, remember they used to sometimes ask for your ID with your credit card? Yeah, well, they still do. Like, they're just doing the, they're checking to make sure it's yeah. yours, but at the and same like, time, Ugh. yeah, just give me my, give me my bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, AJ's at the top here. How you doing, AJ? Good, thanks. How are you? Uh, doing good. pretty good. Uh, you used to work at a place where you ran into a lot of people that were potentially being scammed? Yeah, and it, it is our job. Like We're, we're trained to find um, holes in their story and look for things that are troubling. Yeah. And we had this one lady. She came in for the entire five years that I worked there, and she was routinely sending her entire pension to what she called her son in Nigeria. Oh, and no. It had all of all of the bells and whistles of a scam, and I did everything that I was supposed to. But in the end, she wouldn't, she wouldn't be dissuaded from this. I guess, yeah, and all you it, can do is advise. Yeah, and she came in for the entire five years, and <sighs> just before I left, just before I left the, uh, the workplace, yeah. she said, yeah, yeah He's not actually my son. He just told me to tell people at the money place that he was my son. Otherwise, they wouldn't allow me to send the money. Oh, my God. It heartbreaking. Um, heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. Uh, an estimate of how much money she sent. What do you think? Um, half a million. <gasps> oh! 
Oh yeah. man! My stomach just turned. Oh, that is that yeah. is heartbreaking. It was like ten to fifty thousand every month, five years. Oh man, that is that is brutal. Yeah. Every time she came in, I, I felt sick to my stomach. Yeah, because you couldn't do anything but just keep advising, and, and, and that's as it. A, as a bank, you can't just be like, "Sure, we'll do it," and then don't do it. No, you can't. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. It, the days that she didn't come in. Uh, that we were expecting her, I felt happy. I'm like, oh, maybe she caught on. Yeah. Yeah, and she told me on the last day that, oh, no, he's not really my son. Jeez, you're like, oh, my God. You're like, I never want to, I'm leaving this place and never looking back. Yeah, exactly. Oh, terrible. Okay, thanks, AJ. (laughs) Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Like, that's... You do the math on it, you're like, holy lady, you gotta stop. Because you can only advise, you can't can't physically stop them. Oh. Um. Yeah, that's that's pretty terrifying. Mm-hmm. Well, don't don't pay don't anything do in gift cards. Don't and answer like, your phones. And this young woman <laughs> in Cornwall, um, you know, she she said she felt scared and hostage. So listen, yeah. someone says that you they found a car attached to you that's full of blood and cocaine. Mm-hmm. Just hang up the phone. Yeah, because <laughs> chances are it's not religion. Hang up. Don't well, answer. What are the odds someone you know was in a terrible accident? <laughs> Just hang up the phone with a brick of cocaine. With a brick, yeah. The, the odds on. are zero. You're more likely to win the lottery. Yeah, you're good. I Your feel family's like, fine. I feel like something like that. The cops will actually show up to my house. For yes, that. they're not going to put a they're call not in. Right, put a call in. There's going to be five cruisers that pull up in front of my house. Yes, they, you're fine. Even like the, then, don't answer the door. <laughs> like, I don't think they ever press you to stay on the phone either. No, no they don't. Not no, for no. four and a half hours. No, like this young woman. So. Oh, man, that just sucks. So, again, make sure your family isn't giving away a ton of money. Mm. Check your friends. Check your family. Make sure everybody knows about a scam. Okay, Google Maps has captured all sorts of things, from people cheating on their spouses to neighbors getting vengeance. But now, Google Maps is saying it might have photographed something from another world. Or perhaps the underworld. The image comes from a small lane in Birmingham, England. It was discovered by Stevie Hall, mm-hmm. who was looking for a place to park ahead of a trip there. And what did Google Maps capture? Well, it shows a large man with a freaky, green, demonic, alien face. Now, this is what Stevie said while looking for a place to park on Google Maps. Said, quote, I just froze in fear when I saw him. The hairs went up on the back of my neck. (laughs) My friend and I thought we were seeing things, so we had to check it again by putting in the postcode. The Google info says that it was shot in April, so it's not Halloween. I searched for nearby conventions as well on that date, and absolutely nothing. It isn't faked either. As you can see, there are reflections in the car. Yeah, that's legit. Stevie goes on to say, I'm not really into conspiracy theories, but we've been full of reading them since seeing this this image. Well, it looks like uh, Google attempted to blur out any sort of skin. As they do. Right? Because they blur out all faces on uh, the maps. Right. But uh, I think Google detected that the top part is a mask. And then obviously like his beard or something must have been sticking out because they blurred the beard. So what's, the, what's with the top? Well, it's just a mask. If Why is- would you be wearing a mask in April? Well, do they know when the photo was taken? Yeah, he said Google shows that it was taken in April. Can you really rely on that? Yeah. <laughs> I trust Google 100%. Yeah, Google's the best. <laughs> Let's say it is an alien, which I'm 90% sure it is. Me too. I'm with you, um, 
He's also got a head of hair and a beard. Is yes. that part of his disguise, or are aliens growing beards like us? Because you never see an alien with a beard. This mm. is new information. It is. I think it's an alien in disguise. Mm. Why don't aliens grow facial hair? Did you guys see the other shot of him? Because they travel too fast, it blows the hair off. Yeah, it blows of course, right off. idiots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, there's another shot of him just walking down the street all willy nilly. Yeah. Are you talking about where he got out of the car? Yeah. See that walking? shot? Yeah. See, he's still green. Well, he's, well, yeah, he's still green because it's a mask. And Google blurred his entire face because they detected that that's a uh, face. What do we do about his hands? His hands are. Uh, the hands are white. And he's carrying a wallet. Human ass hands. What alien has a wallet? Oh, you need ID if you're trying. You when you cross the border, you don't bring your passport? That's true. If you're an alien. Uh, this Stevie guy also said, quote, it doesn't appear to be a mask as every angle he looks from out of this world. I researched the image to see if it came up as a mask as well, but there's nothing for sale on Amazon, eBay, or anywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, he went on like- to propose that maybe Google Maps cameras catches things that our naked eyes cannot see. Hmm. So maybe we see him as a regular bearded man. But the truth is, oh, the, that the, the cameras catch something different. Dun dun dun. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, Sounds like Stevie's done his homework. Mm-hmm. It's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> They're never showing this uh, heavy set either. It's nice to see a larger alien. You're right. Alien bodies look more like crashes. Yeah. Do you this think is more of a dad bod? Do you <laughs> do you think this alien's been on Earth for a while? Yeah, I think he's really enjoying things, yeah, hit, yeah. hitting up like Five Guys for a while. He's like, man, they got some great food down here. <laughs> it is fast and greasy, and I love it. A new survey found that requests from friends and family are the number one things that will get us to donate to a cause. Well, here's what people say that they've given. Uh, first of all, number one, 95% of us have donated time or money to at least one charity at some point in our lives. Okay. 95%. 88% of parents say that they encourage their kids to be generous and to donate. Mm-hmm. Being on the receiving end of a good deed makes you 20% more likely to pay it forward and do a good deed. So possibly, like the Timmy's line, you might get a good uh, pay it sure. forward going. Yeah, yeah, or someone just does something nice for you, and then yeah. like you kind of get a bit of a glow about you. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, that was really nice. Mm. So then you go and do something nice for someone else. Or you could be like Mars and be like, what are they up to? What do oh, they know? I, yeah. yeah, I immediately. Nice I'm like, try. why are they kissing my <laughs> I'm on to you. Like With that, the coffee back yeah. at them. <laughs> like, that person's never been nice to me before. <laughs> Why is everybody being so nice to me around here today? Oh, man. There's a lot less commercials that are running. What's going on? And you just watched that terrible holiday movie the other day where the morning DJ gets fired. Yes. Right before Christmas. Because of budget cuts. Mm. Well, if you don't hear Mars on the air, you know what happened. Yep. I uh, fell into the Christmas movies. The morning radio DJ fired. Mm-hmm. It'll happen. Wow. All right. In any given year, 30% <laughs> of annual givings happen, happen in December. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. 70% of us feel guilty if we don't do- donate at least something during the holidays. And here's what we're donating. 23% of us will donate less than 100 bucks to charity. Mm-hmm. 28% of us will donate between 100 and 500. 10% of us donate between 500 and 1,000. And 13% give more than that. Also, 83% of people say that they wish that they could donate more than they currently do. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Or you donate, donate to the people that call you randomly. That's right. <laughs> Just over 10% of us have lied about donating when we didn't. And 31% of people say that they donate to impress someone. 93% of people say that they consider themselves as generous. Mm-hmm. And 54% of people think that they are more generous than their friends. What do you think about people that donate and then splash it all over the internet that they donated? 
Well, uh, you're doing that for likes, comments, shares. But you are still donating. You're still donating, yeah. but the good are you happening. doing it for the comments? For the look at me aspect? I think so. And not just because you personally want to do a good deed? I think when it comes to, I think that it's still better to do that than not donate, though. Mm-hmm. Right? I guess so. You'd rather well, yeah, yeah, because someone's them. still reaping the benefits. You'd rather see this no one <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. yeah, if you want to donate and then be arrogant about it, I mean, I guess, I guess go nuts. Uh, yeah, sure. Because the, the job was still done. Yeah. Uh, Brian, I'm with you on this. Brian yeah. from the South says, is buying a home lottery ticket considered donations? Because oh, then question. I've donated a lot. Because I've done that. Well, it is to a good, you know, it's to a charitable it's supporting organization. A great it's supporting cause, a great cause. And I could possibly win a $1.2 million home. But basically, you're doing it for the same reason that guy who splashes all over social media is. For your own benefit. Yeah, but no one knows about but it. But no one knows. Right? It's a secret. But it's, that's even worse. Until I move in. I'm going to let everyone know. Yeah. <laughs> it's even, it's a secret win for you. Mm-hmm. This huh. guy, this guy gave away $500 and then wanted some praise on Twitter. Yeah. You gave $500 and won a million dollars back. Yeah. Nothing's good enough for you. That's <laughs> true. Well. Uh, Brian from the South, I'm going to say yes. It's still a donation. Yeah, I'm going to throw it in there. Yeah. Because if people don't buy tickets, they don't do them. Oh, absolutely. Like the whole thing. Well, the money goes to and a the money goes causes. to a good yeah. cause. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, this text here says, I donate to Stars. Mm-hmm. Also through their lottery home, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Stars Lottery. Stars Lottery yeah. Home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they do a lot that of them. as well. Mm-hmm. Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Full House, Mighty Millions. This text here says, I donate to all levels of the government. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. Oh, uh, yeah. We Are you guys a do. sucker for the add $2 to like your grocery purchase, your McDonald's purchase? What do you mean add $2? For, well, sometimes the clerk will ask you if you're buying fast food on the screen, they'll ask you at the end oh, when you're done. And I'm like, no, I just did the other You know day. what? I was. And actually, the now family schooled me on it. That was uh, not supposed to? Was that the PetSmart one? Yeah. Yeah. Because every time you go to PetSmart, yeah, there's the now family the got donation, me on that one. But the PetSmart is, uh, they get you. Because it pops up. And when you select no, you don't want to make a donation, the cashier then has to authorize the transaction to continue. So yeah. she can tell that you said no. Oh, oh what's yeah. PetSmart's for? for? For pets? Yeah, it's for, for pets. pets. You guys say no? You don't want to help them? Well, for a while, Mars was donating every time. And then we did the math, and she was giving a lot of money. <laughs> She'd rather just those pets not make it. Well, the problem okay, is, is that the Now family schooled me on tax breaks and other things mm. and where that money actually goes. Where's it going? Well, you have to ask the now family. Oh, they, they, they schooled me, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. So, mm-hmm. you know, they'll say like to follow the to follow the money to get to the truth. In mm-hmm. this case, I just follow the line of dead cats and dogs. You guys aren't saving. Yeah, awesome. that's okay. about it. All right, yeah, yeah. you yeah. got it. Also, we love that PetSmart advertises. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Gingy needs to solve. <laughs> no, but PetSmart's not the only one that asks at the till. I'm yeah, saying you're right. they're doing their best because I yeah. think uh, Superstore uh, they have uh, that periodically. Yeah, on they the, do. The pad there. Yeah. Like boatloads of yeah, places. I was do. wondering because I was at uh, McDonald's the other Walmart day. Walmart does right now. And I was doing the, not like the till, the self serve option there. Yeah, yeah. And when they asked me the till, I always do. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know if it's public shame. Because I try to be a nice person, but I don't know if I would. And I was thinking to myself, if they didn't ask, I wouldn't like go out of my way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but at the at the digital till, at the self serve, there's no one to ask me. They just ask at the bottom. And you're just like, no. So I could have said no easily. Yeah, which but you I did. I still right? did. Oh, so I don't I, think you did. So I think I'm a good person. <laughs> <laughs> You totally said no on the machine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This next story here, it it sucks for this woman. She was just trying to help clean up after her daughter's pony ride, but she ended up in quite a disgusting dilemma instead. Now, this mom from Essex, England, had nearly pushed a gigantic wheelbarrow Mm -hmm. filled with pony poo Mm. up the hill when the unthinkable happened. Pony poo sounds pleasant. 
It does sound pleasant. Mm. But the entire structure flipped op- over, covering her with everything that was in the wheelbarrow. What do you mean structure? Are you talking wheelbarrow? What, do you, uh, what well, fell? Yeah, it looks like uh, like she was walking up a hill yeah. when the uh, whatever she was carrying yeah. flipped. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I have audio here. Someone taped her of her being covered in pony poo. <laughs> Great. Have a listen. Hold on, Molly. Push! <laughs> Just shoving up the hill there. <laughs> the full load. Oh, she's going, she's going, she's going, she's going. She's got momentum. That's the problem, too, when you're going uphill, you get oh, yeah. speed and you're like, go, yeah. go, go. There's that pony poo. There it is. She is covered in it. Covered in the pony poo. Just covered in it. (laughs) It'd be better if it was more solid, right? Some of it's sticky. I know, some of it's pretty sticky. Oh, yeah. She's not helping. She went face first into the wheelbarrow, by the way, of manure. (laughs) Then the wheelbarrow tips over and empties even more manure on top of her. Mm -hmm. Now, as you can hear, the woman filming had a good laugh, but offered her no help. Nope, you so gotta she film. Just, she just watched her friend roll around in poop. Well, I guess, realistically, what can you do? Like, if you're pushing a wheelbarrow of pony poo and you dump, like, you face plant and then dump it on yourself, what can I do? Yeah, I guess nothing. You're film just you. covered in manure. <laughs> you can stop laughing and put the camera <laughs> Nope. <laughs> That's very true. That is very true. So here's what I want to know from you guys. If you have a story you want to share with us this morning, 780-489-4669 is the number to call. Uh, what is the grossest thing that you have fallen into? Mm. This woman falls face first into a pile of horse manure. Uh, maybe you fell in into something. Maybe something really super gross spilled on you. I don't know if anybody would be hauling wheelbarrows full of manure. But if it got all twisted up well, on you, you never know. I love now family uh, that have some uh, farms, some duties outdoors. Maybe you face planted in a manure. As a kid, I've fallen in my fair share of cow patties. Have you really? Oh, nasty. At my uh, aunt and uncle's farm, yeah. Because we'd be running through the pasture and stuff, and you trip, and it's like... Are they they slick? Uh, Some of them are slick. Some of them, you hit in the rock hard, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Haley, you've hit the cow patties, too? Yeah, yeah. Call call Crash and Mars. How bad bad did you hit the cow patty? (laughs) I was soaked. Oh, like going skating on it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, that was nasty. All right, what is the grossest thing that you found yourself falling into? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Alrighty, we're talking about uh, the grossest thing that you've fallen into or what was poured on you. This woman in the UK, her video has gone viral after she, it looks like she has like some horse stables and she was shoveling horse manure and wheelbarrowing when the wheelbarrow got away from her and she ended up falling face first into a pile of horse manure and then because the wheelbarrow twisted it ended up falling all over her she was going uphill it's pretty gross that's always how it happens with wheelbarrow yeah if you're hauling soil you're like ho ho and then dunk oh pretty gross Uh, lots of farm stories are coming in like this text here from Dean Sherwood Park says hey guys we were visiting our cousins on the farm we went to play in the barn we were jumping back and forth across poo troughs Mm, yep I slipped (gasps) fell right in 
The worst part was we came from church, so I was in my church Sunday clothes, and now I was covered in cow crap. Oh, no. My Your mom parents was are probably pissed. N- my mom was not happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 780 if you got a story to share here. Uh, we'll go with um, Paula. Um, did yeah. you fall into something pretty nasty? I didn't, but my dad did. Oh, this okay. Was, what happened? Uh, this was probably late 40s, and they were... Him and my grandparents were over at a friend's place, a friend's farm, and they were out using the outhouse. And my dad was about two, and the hole was a bit too big for a little two-year-old, oh, and he no. fell in. He fell into oh the outhouse gosh. hole? Into the outhouse hole. Oh! Yeah, that that's that terrifying. Because we had a yeah. outhouse at the family cabin, and I've looked in that hole a couple times. Oh, it I, is yeah. nasty I know, I've thought about tipping in there, too. Like if, I <laughs> like if you over, fell in, yeah. Yeah. And the worst part, my grandparents didn't have a car at the time. They just had a bicycle that my dad would ride on a little seat in the front. Yeah. And so grandpa had to put him on the seat in the front and bike him home a couple of miles to wash up and change and everything. Mm. And then bike back. So the wafting of the poo smell, (laughs) the whole ride home would have been revolting. I immediately regret installing the basket on the front of the bike. (laughs) (laughs) Just blown right in your face. Oh, man. Oh, man. Poor buddy. That's brutal. Okay, thanks, Paula. Yeah, have a good one, guys. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. That's like my worst nightmare, falling into an outhouse hole. Mm. That's why we got rid of it and filled it in. Uh, Tax says, my brother spoked me when I was on my bike. Mm-hmm. Stuck a stick in the spokes. Ugh. I flipped over the bars. Yeah. Landed in fresh chicken crap. Oh, gross. They say I pulled a maggot from my nose. Ew. Um, have you ever fallen in dog poo? Like in the city? Uh, I haven't fallen, in, but I, I've stepped in. I've st- I've slipped in it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like it looks like you go for a sidewalk skate. It's like a. Whoosh. Yep. Oh, and then the smell. Yeah, I was. Wa- I was. I got off the bus mm. and I was on my way. I was working at an organic grocery store, of course, and I was a uh, I was a cashier and I was running late. And I wanted to get in the grocery store as fast as I could. And it was like an orangey color. And I went, oh, jeez. And I I slid. I was so upset. I think I cried. I cried in the back room. Yeah. Because I had to to work. Yeah. You had to scrub down your shoes. Yeah, I had rent. Yeah. I was so upset. It didn't hit your pants, did it? I was like 22. Oh, I was so sad. Mm. Uh, Kelly's at the top. How are you doing, Kelly? Uh, not too bad, yourself? Yeah, doing pretty good. Uh, you landed in something pretty nasty, right? <laughs> I sure did. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> I grew up on a farm, just a little small-time farm. We had 25 head of cows. Yeah. I mean, 30 head of cows, whatever. And we're out trying to doctor this calf up, and he was three or four days old. <laughs> and uh, I got smart and thought if I dove on this thing, is he would stay stuck to the ground underneath me, right? Well, no, he squirmed out of it, and I landed face first into a cow patty. Oh, no. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> so as you're launching yourself towards it, it moves and then right in the patty. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's, like, uh, it's like patty life way back in the day. <laughs> uh, it's farm life. You don't know how many cow turds I was in, <laughs> you know, like it's... When, I don't know if, because uh, uh, me and my brother, we had to hang out at my aunt and uncle's place that had a farm, too. And some patties look like they're solid, like the sun baked the top, but then yeah. you like you grab it to throw it like a Frisbee, and it's mashed, and you're like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing playing Frisbee with well, <laughs> We didn't have toys. 
<laughs> you were forced to play with pies. Right? That's all, yeah. That's all we had. <laughs> well, hey, you got to make time or make, uh, make life while you have it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. you do. How many people can say they threw a cow patty, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay, thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Kelly. Yeah, okay. yeah you too, man. Bye-bye. Bye now. Gross. Have you never have you even been around a uh, cow patty? No, I've never been out on a farm really. <sighs> this summer we'll change it. No, I'm I'm good. Yeah. I, I'm okay. We'll get you walking through a cow patch. Yeah, the only farm I've been on is um I had an aunt and an uncle who owned oh. a dairy farm. Oh, okay. And I was a kid and so I went into the barn to play with some kittens, but oh, I didn't see <laughs> cow pies. <laughs> kittens. Yeah. <laughs> I only did it once. Uh, uh, another one here. Uh, we'll go with uh, Corey. Uh, what nasty thing did you fall into? Oh, it's pretty nasty. Um, <laughs> this was many, many years ago. Um, my girlfriend's parents used to own a pig farm. Yeah. And uh, we were pretty young at the time. We were spying on our brothers. So we were running through the abandoned pig barn and sneaking around. Oh, no. And they caught us. So we turned around to run to hide. And I ducked into what I thought was a dark corner. And it was a runoff to one of the pig pits. And no! Was, oh, no. Oh, it was absolutely the most horrifying moment. As I fell in, luckily my elbow caught the edge because it, it's like bottomless, right? It just, it's just it's yeah, a pit. Full of liquid. Oh, and it's just like the most rank ammonia yeah. smell ever. You oh. can't even imagine. Oh, so that is I, bad. As I got to chin deep, I hooked my elbow, thank God, mm-hmm. and my girlfriend came and they pulled me out. Needless to say, my aunt um, had me on the lawn with a hose, yep. made me grip, and I didn't give her that smell for all weeks. For oh, sure. I bet it's just like stuck in your your skin, your nose, you just <laughs> any little whiff, you're like, oh, there it is again. Yeah, anytime I drive by a pig farm now and I smell that, it brings back so many good memories. Oh yeah, just a scarring moment, just flashbacks <laughs> immediately. Oh, yeah. that is lucky. Lucky your elbow caught and you were able to get pulled out of there. Well, if I would have went under, I can't even imagine. No, that would, yeah. Scoring that would have done to me. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that is a nasty one. Okay, thanks, Corey. You bet. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, the smell of that it would be so vile. Mm. Listen to this one. This one's interesting. It's from Brittany. Yeah. It says, hey, guys, um, I, I didn't fall in poo, but when I worked in a movie theater back in the day, we were cleaning the theaters. And I went to grab a large cup, not realizing it had been full. So she's cleaning, so she's moving fast. Spilled all down the front of me. Mm. It wasn't pop, though, that somebody didn't drink. What was it? It was chewing tobacco spit all down the front. She says it even splashed up onto my face. (laughs) You're just like... (laughs) I was gagging. My coworkers were gagging. (laughs) That is nasty. So someone just threw out a movie. (laughs) Yeah. They gave me a new shirt, told me to clean up in the bathroom, and I just and continued get back working. out there and sling that popcorn. Oh my gosh, Ugh. that's gross! If you're gonna do that in a movie theater, take your spit, throw it in the garbage can. Oh yeah, you savage! Ugh. Uh, this one. Hey guys, when I was a kid, we lived on an acreage. My sister and I were walking through the field, and her foot got caught in a gopher hole. Boom! She fell face first, mouth open, right into a fresh cow pie. I almost died laughing in her face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh no of course it had to be like a fresh of one not a hard one we were just like oh god i know i saw another text of someone i lost it because we uh, somebody came in about uh they were goofing around with their niece at the dog park yeah you know when you pick oh, a kid no. up and you kind of fling him around yeah. yeah she didn't land properly and right into a fresh old <laughs> pile of poo oh no <laughs> uh we'll do one more here i got yeah. uh uh, Nancy, hanging on. Yeah, hello. Hey, good morning. How are you? Yeah, doing pretty good. Um, your neighbor had a run-in with something pretty nasty, right? 
neighbor had him run in. It was hilarious at the time. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was for him. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> uh, well, they're hunters, and they're very avid hunters, so they yeah. used to go on their hunting trips and spend about a week out in the, in the bush, um, set up camp, and part of their setup was uh, a bucket with a toilet seat on it and a bag. Yeah. And that's where they did their business. Yeah. Well, one night, they, they're very avid drinkers, and one night they were drinking and having some fun around the, the campsite. My friend got up to go do his business in the bucket, and he fell into the bucket as he was trying to get up off of it. No! Like he got up, stumbled, and then fell right inside? And fell right into the bucket. Oh, no! Are you talking like his yeah. butt fell in, or he face planted in it? I'm not 100% sure, but he landed in the poo juice. Oh, <laughs> That is so nasty. Oh, and it's just like sitting in a bucket for days and then he bites it in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, man. I'm surprised they don't oh. dump it anywhere. I guess you don't want wildlife to smell oh. it. Well, is that where you're going to dump it? Yeah, well, in the bush somewhere. Yeah, I guess. Away, right? away oh. from your campsite. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, for those of you who have a senior citizen in your life, or if you are a senior, there's a new study that's out, and it shows that people of the age 65 and over are more likely to share fake news stories than any other age group. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and primarily uh, older people now are using Facebook. So yes. that's where the most uh, info is being shared, right? Yes. Now, how did they figure this out? Uh, well, they looked at all the fake news stories, especially um, from 2016 with the U.S. presidential election, um, all the way up until now. It involved using an app to track links that were being shared on Facebook by 1,300 willing participants, comparing them to a list of websites that was known for peddling false information or uh, fake news, as you guys know it, or just sites that were masquerading as news sites. Mm. And it turns out that almost all of the people over the age of 65 who took part in this buddy, well, I'm sharing that. They shared it. <laughs> it's almost not the senior's fault, though, because when they grew up, like, you know, uh, there wasn't fake websites. News might be, like, slanted, but it wasn't just blatant lies. It wasn't blatant fake like, this you, is not real yeah. on the internet. But know? a lot of them probably aren't even yeah. reading the story. They see the headline. They're yeah. like, what in tarnation I got to yeah. tell the world? Share. Yeah. Share. Right? Yeah. Because they're just reading headlines, probably. Yeah, they are. Like, and, majority of the time, if you're sharing a bunch of stuff. And they say that that is, um, that's probably one of the reasons why uh, this happened. Is just like Crash said, um, they're only reading headlines, not the full story. Because a lot of times those stories are really windy. Like they're like, holy crap, oh, yeah. three pages I got to scroll through to read. You got shocking headlines. If you actually click it, the site itself is just filled with ads and all this yeah. crap. Like click here to read the next paragraph. So I doubt the uh, seniors are reading through that. Yeah. They just see the headline. Now, political views did make a bit of a difference. Um, those who identified as more conservative posted more fake stories than those who identified as Democrat or a little more left-leaning liberal. Mm -hmm. well, that's where all the most shocking story comes from. And yeah. right. the right side. Is the right side, yeah. Gender, income, and education did not seem to affect how likely any given person was to share fake news stories. 
Uh, the researchers say that their findings suggest that teaching digital media literacy in schools may not be enough to overcome the rise of fake news because older people who aren't in the education system yeah. aren't getting that kind of education or awareness that everything you read online is not true. Well, yeah. Where are they going to get that from? It's not yeah. like they're going to sign up for a class. That's correct. Yeah, not the, happening. The game changed and they didn't know. It'd be like if all of a sudden uh, wearing your hat backwards wasn't cool anymore. <gasps> How would I find out? Oh. And I'm walking around like an idiot. Yeah. Thinking of like, a coffee hey. and I on backwards. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Uh, the people who were between the ages of 18 to 29 were least likely to share fake news stories. People aged 30 to 45... They did share fake news stories, but barely above Mm -hmm. what 18 to 29 did. Uh, 45 to 65, it starts to jump up a little bit, and then 65 and over. It just takes off. It's fake news time. (sighs) Share, 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 share. I don't get the point. What what is the point of sharing, like, a crazy, the crazy story? Because it's reinforcing your opinion. Like, you want to make sure your opinion's known out there. Well, it supports your I, point I, of view, your bias. Because I've seen a lot of accounts where people are just sharing stuff like every five minutes. And you're like, I don't know. I don't get why you're sharing this every five minutes. No one's commenting. Hmm. So, like, what, what is the point of that? Why? Well, you got to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you got to yeah, treat, treat seniors online like you treat them on the road. You give them a wide berth. <laughs> yeah, you give know them some what space. they're going to do. Yeah. yeah. They do say that the one one way in which um, people over the age of 65 is just because if they've got younger people in their lives, um, such as like grandkids um, or even, you know, sons and daughters who are younger, who are able to kind of sit them down and be like, listen, try to educate them a yeah, bit, try yeah. to educate them a little bit. And again, like Jim said, it's not their fault. Everything. They, oh, yeah. They're just know, doing whatever. You, you went from reading the newspaper and that was the news yeah. to all of a sudden, like and- you. It, it basically, if whatever you want to find online, Google it and you'll find it. Mm hmm. You'll find it. Yeah. Yeah. Their newspapers were taken away. So you now this is their news. news. Yeah. yeah. Because you can just go. If you believe something enough, Google it and it will be there for you on the Internet. Oh, yeah. And it will say that oh, it is true. You can find it. Right. Yeah. So. With uh, newspapers, too. Uh, a little side note. Yes. Uh, I was at the gym yesterday. There was this. I saw that. This young dude. He was probably maybe, what, 22? Yeah. He was on the uh, bike. The little pedal bike, and he's got his hands up. What's in his hands? A yeah. freaking newspaper. He's the paper. Full paper. Full paper. Full and paper. he's like, <laughs> just yeah. pedaling away. <laughs> As I'm filling my water bottle, I'm staring at him like, am I seeing this right? Yeah, he was reading the he's paper. He's carrying a newspaper. Forget his phone, maybe? No, I'm going to say that uh, hipsters, or I guess hipsters are dead now. And he didn't have headphones in yeah. either. Oh, natural. Young people might be bringing back the newspaper. Oh, guys. I don't think so. This might be the, be the resurgence of we it. We sell one. I, I wouldn't call that a resurgence. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Haley, have you ever read a newspaper? Haley's never read one, I bet. No. No, I bet. <laughs> Maybe he bought an ad and he was making sure it was placed. Maybe. He was a young man. I, yeah, like, I don't I, think so. Like 22 years old. I think he was reading the news. Is there still a, is the Sunshine Girl still a thing? Maybe he was just being a bit of a creep. Oh, I'll even make it better for you. He's reading the National Post. Yeah, that's a big paper to read on. I bike. know. Yeah. That's a, you need a table for that. Yeah. Then. yeah. Well, yeah. It was spread out. It was spread right out. Yeah, I saw, I saw that guy. I did a double take too and then I went, meh. Oh, this one. I'm 24. I read two papers every morning. Might be coming back. <gasps> Is the journal's ju- like, yes! Yeah. Yes! <laughs> Newspapers are coming back! Well, Popping champagne in the newsroom. <laughs> here's another one. I read the National Post. I read the National Post and the Globe and Mail. There was something about reading, like, a, the physical paper, right? 
It is nice. It is nice. I always, when I'm at a hotel, I'll always grab the paper. Mm. I do too. I don't yeah. do that. They have too. that nice stack yeah. there. I feel like a big man. Yeah. The paper in the morning with my oh, juice. Damn right. Sometimes if I'm at an airport too, I'll read a paper. Mm-hmm. If one is, uh, or if they offer you a paper on the plane. Yeah, I'm like, sweet. Mm. I will take a newspaper. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not against paper because you're right. There is something satisfying about the the sound. Yeah. texture in your hands. I like the feel. But I like I've, the way it feels on my eyes. I've uh, dicked around on Twitter enough in the morning. By the time I get the paper, oh, I've seen old. most of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the paper, when it comes out, is usually like, what, a day old at least? The news... Yeah, the newspaper? it's definitely yeah. A, yeah. It's a bit of it's a cycle older. behind. Yeah. yeah. I, um, uh, I uh, used to live by the paper. Mm, yeah. Like the newspaper? Yeah. Oh my god, I read it. What everything. do you mean, like physically? I used to. It was my. It was my routine every day. I read. Oh, like I, you would. Yeah, I, like, that I, was your I would thing. live by yeah. it. I read all the news. Um, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ! I thought you meant like you live next. Yeah, that's to what I like the no. journal building. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh no no! I just, like, it was or a box. Yeah. No, it was it was my life. Like I I read I read all of the classified ads. I read the obituaries. The classifieds I read were good. Even comics. if you weren't buying anything, you yeah. read through them. I did all of the comics. I did. I, I remember reading through like the adult personals. Is it morbid that you would read through weird. obituaries? Well, they're there to be read, right? That's what I always thought. But well, I read them too. I feel like they're just there for families to take a clipping of it. But uh, I would read through them. It was always I'm just like, what a, a sad tale because it'd be like you know uh, 85, 90, 95, and then there'd be like a seventeen. Be like, oh man, yeah. I wish I didn't read that. Yeah. Not that I'm glad those old people are dead, <laughs> but it's more. But it's shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one here says, I love the newspaper. Read it every morning. Oh. We get it at work. The best. I'm 25. We used to get the newspaper here and they cut it. Right? Remember they cut budget for that? Oh, yeah. They did cut the budget. Yeah. They cut that a long time ago. Oh, it was ago. a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. But occasionally there is still one up front, but I think that's for the uh, architects upstairs. upstairs. Yeah. Because we we uh, didn't realize our subscription was cut and we kept taking that one and then a memo went out to stop Quit stealing the newspaper. The <laughs> <laughs> That's right. $24 a month we, we weeded out of the budget? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Couldn't afford it. Uh, this one here says, I haven't read a newspaper in over in a decade. Why? Newspapers used to be in the business of getting the news to you. Now, have you guys opened up a newspaper lately? Every page is an ad. Mm. Big ads. Uh, they're yeah. just trying to live, baby. They got to make money. I used to enjoy too because uh, I enjoy the compactness of the sun. Yeah. Uh, but then when you, I like when you do uh, the journal or something, you have your sections. That's like a weekend read. So you could work your way through. You start with your sports. Yeah. Maybe a little travel. Yeah. I wanted to impress someone. I'd pretend to read the business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put it on the backside uh, yeah. of the paper so that everyone can see. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So. Mm. Okay, off to Manitoba we go. Where a man there uh, was driving down the highway when all of a sudden. He hit a dog. Oh. Just saying with me here. Uh, Eli Boroditsky hit an animal while he was driving down the, the highway in mm-hmm. Manitoba. He pulled over and said to himself, oh, my God, look at this dog. He figured it was either a German Shepherd or a Husky. Okay. So he picked the dog up, felt horrible, put the dog in the back seat, and started to drive into work. Well, when he got to work... He showed his coworkers and said, "Oh my gosh, you guys! I hit this dog on the yeah, highway. I gotta take it to yeah. yeah I've got to take it. So of course, all of his coworkers came out to his car to see his dog, and that was when they realized it was not a dog at all. <laughs> what did he pick up? Bigfoot. It was not Bigfoot. It was, in fact, a giant ass coyote. <laughs> <laughs> wow." And oh, the look at the co- picture of the coyote. Just yeah, it's up in there in the app seat. for you guys. The coyote was so docile that it just laid in his back seat. Um, 
I would know that that's not a dog. Would you? By the face. That does Coyotes, they have a... Yeah, they're similar to dogs, but... Very. That that doesn't look full dog face. That doesn't look full look, dog to you? Look how long the nose is. Huh. The nose is really long. The <laughs> nose is really, really long. You're that right. That is a coyote. You're right. Was the the uh, coyote like a broken leg or something? Is that why it wasn't moving in the uh, back seat? No, it was just stunned, and I think it liked being warm. Uh, it turns out... It goes for the ride. <laughs> ...that the co-workers were like, you might want to stay away from your car for a little bit. So they called Fish and Wildlife, who told them uh, that they were not open, so... He had to wait. Mm -hmm. He decided to take it over to a vet as well. And the vet said, whoa, this is a coyote. Like, we can't. (laughs) We don't work on this. We don't work on coyotes. So uh, they waited until the morning. And then, of course, he took him over uh, to a wildlife sanctuary where the coyote is now recovering. No broken bones, which is good news. Yep. Uh, Just a cut face and some sore muscles. So the coyote literally was just chilling in the back seat. Yeah. Little in shock, but chilling. Eli said the only time that the coyote really acted up is when the wildlife officer put a loop around her to get her out of the car. Mm. Oh, she didn't want to leave. She No, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, guys. She did not want to leave. I'm good. It looks like the animal is going to be okay. Now, of course, Eli is getting a lot of props on social media, yep. but wildlife officers are saying it's probably not in your best interest to pick up a coyote and put it in the back of your car. What do we do? Let's say I hit a coyote. Call uh, natural resources. Fish and wildlife. Yeah, they say they'll call come. fish and wildlife. Or won't they come and... Uh, no, I think they'll rescue it. They'll, 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 they'll nurse that coyote back to health? <laughs> I think so. Well, right. your, brother, when, well your so. brother in Manitoba hit a... What was it, an owl? No, he didn't hit an owl. He came around the corner on his uh, quad and there was an owl with a broken wing. I think it caught a power line. And it was on the ground with a broken wing. He brought that home. Yeah, he put it... Yeah. It's a so, Manitoba thing, I think, to so put animals you, in your vehicle. Before we called Fish and Wildlife, we did family photos with the owl. Yeah. Well, it had yeah. a broken arm. Well, yeah. So we, we all had the owl on our arms, and we're like, hey, get the thing pictures. was massive. You're going to get those pictures quick. You don't know how long this owl is going to live. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> Quickly, get it out of here. But they took the owl, and uh, uh, they went, it went to the uh, Winnipeg Zoo. Well, people like owls, though. Yeah. The coyote. Hey, very disrespected. But look at the look at the coyote. Look at his sad eyes. I know. He's a he's a cute little buddy there. Yeah. Did you see the picture of him in the back seat of the car? Yeah, it's up there too. Yeah, he looks so. Uh, I might think if 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 someone if I hit an animal mm-hmm. that looked like this and yeah. it let me pick it up, I think I would assume it's a dog too. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a lot of run-ins with coyotes. Yeah, so you would pick it up. Well, if I hit an animal and it was alive, and on the if it was alive, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, I yeah, would too. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't drive wouldn't away. Second, I wouldn't slap it in reverse like you crashed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> finish this off. <laughs> <laughs> <Hate to see laughs> it. People are saying they're shocked that he didn't have his face ripped off. Yeah, yeah I I don't know what to tell you. That yeah. I guess the coyote just the coyote was just in shock, and I don't know. Yeah. Well, so. you could be like uh, my family members too. That just take it and welcome it into your home. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, your family yeah. members do do that. And a family member that uh, brought in a baby bear because uh, the mom was no longer around. Around. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Then the bear destroyed the house. <laughs> the bear did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a job. <laughs> well, just so you know, that coyote is going to be re-released into the wild once mm. it heals up. That's nice. So that's pretty cute. Okay, for those of you um, who have a aching part of your body right now. Everywhere. I want to know from you guys, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Um, what hurts? What hurts? And what age does everything start hurting at? Mm-hmm. According to a new study, uh, I've got different parts of the body, and at what age they start to hurt. Now, all around, 
we start to notice that things don't quite work like they used to do at the age of 37. 37. That's yeah. when things really start breaking That's down. That's when you start to notice that things yeah. are not going very well. Haley's <laughs> saying right now. No, you're no, way Haley. too young. Way too young. At the age of 40, <laughs> yeah. that's where you can start to pinpoint exact areas of the body. Mm. How's your knee doing, by the way? My knee's doing great. It's yeah. back. Yeah, it's yeah. back. You saw the uh, physiotherapist in there a yeah. couple times. My physiotherapist um, is awesome. Mm. Yeah. He fixed me up. Mm. And he's super hot. So it was oh, a I great see. it was great all around. Healing hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. healing hands. Yeah, yeah. Was, Haley, Haley saw pictures. Haley wants to get some physio done now. All of a sudden her inner thighs are just so <laughs> yeah. so sore. Yeah. Very oh, yeah. tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all good. Uh what right now on you hurts? Five six seven eight nine or seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine if you want to share. Upper back, lower back. Your your back is hurting. Go okay. Ahead. Yeah, I got lower back. Can you fix it? Is that why you're asking? Do you have no, Here's, oh. this is just when you start to fall apart. Oh, yeah. Haley, what's uh, hurting on you? My back and my ankles. Oh, your ankles? Your yeah. ankles. Why oh, your ankles? Uh, I have really bad ankles. Oh. Uh, Ginch can actually attest to this when whoa, I was in the studio. Whoa, whoa. I can crack yeah, my yeah, ankles. Oh, yeah. Oh, gross. You guys should hear. <laughs> it was so oh, like they crack? <laughs> yeah. So loud. <laughs> crack them on the mic. Let's... I don't know if I'm wearing winter boots. Oh, okay. okay right, yeah. They're right. my ankle braces of the winter. Uh, <laughs> great. <laughs> Give you nice support. <laughs> my mom used to really crack. I remember she used to crack, crack, crack. Oh, yeah, that was the thing in my that was a thing in our house, up. yeah. If you're laying in bed, you hear, uh, like, my mom get up to walk down the hallway to go yeah. start the fireplace, and it's like, snap, snap, snap. Like all a the way down. reassemble <laughs> yeah, itself. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, so here's what they say um, is going to start to hurt. You ready? Yeah. Back pain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Should start on average at the age of 44. Mm-hmm. That's when it's supposed to start? Yeah, if you're severely out of oh, shape if no. you've got back pain. What's this one? My scat nerve started hurting when I turned 40? Wait. Is that a... Crying face? What's a scat nerve? Oh, sorry, sciatic nerve. Sciatic oh, nerve. I thought you oh, said yeah. scat's nerve. That's oh, what I. That's how I read it. Fucking bugger. Well, because yeah. they abbreviated sciatic, it just says oh, okay. sciat. I read scat. All right, your sense of smell will start to dull at the age of forty-six. If you smoke, your sense of smell will be gone by thirty-three. Oh man, that yeah. is terrible. Yeah, if you smoke, mm-hmm. uh, your ankles get weak. At 47. Yeah. So, Haley. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, that's not good. Your knees start to hurt at 47. Mm, Not good. Starting early. And you start losing your hearing at about the age of 49. Huh? Or if you're crash, 36. (sighs) I feel like it's been gone for a while. Years and years of cranked headphones. Well, yeah, you should have never put them. And then before radio, my subs in my truck full blast. Yes. (laughs) I can feel the hairs in my ear bouncing around. That's right. Uh, Garrett's at the top here. Hey, Garrett. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, doing pretty good. Uh, what's hurting on you? Well, it's pretty bad. So I'm 37, so I'm right at that beginning mark. Uh-oh. But I was just talking with a girlfriend yesterday about it, and I, uh, I like to put my feet up at lunch when I'm at work and yeah. relax. And I put my foot up on a milk crate, and I pulled my muscle in my calf just from putting my foot up. No! No way. Oh, was it painful? Oh, it's it's horrible you know like but then it's the whole well how did you do it what were you doing why why can't you tell me like <laughs> like you, I, you you should have a cooler story than just putting your foot up on a milk crate yeah and I, so i had to add to it to just it's when i crossed my legs and put the other one over top that i overextended i don't know <laughs> not just single foot on a milk crate and then is it still um are you still in a lot of pain 
Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, there was no sympathy last night. And she's a doctor. I thought she'd be like, oh, let me help you with that. You know, oh, I got something for that. And she's not helping you. Oh, man. No. no. I was chastised. She's like, you know, it's not because of that that it hurts. It's a whole, you know, like a holistic. Oh, you're like, no, no, no. It hurts. It I hurts. need it fixed. All because you <laughs> yeah. put your leg up. Yeah, yeah. All right, Oh, that Kay. sucks. Thanks for that, Garrett. Hopefully you uh, feel better in uh, the coming weeks. <laughs> Oh, good. Cheers, guys. Yeah, cheers, buddy. Bye-bye. I have a weighted blanket at home, and I turned really weird in the weighted blanket the other day, and it, I cranked my, I, like, tweaked my calf muscle in the middle of the night. Oh. And I woke up with a spasm in that muscle like I had never felt before. All I hear is, ah! Ah! Yeah. Ah! It was so at bad. One like thirty in the morning. Have you ever had a muscle cramp in your calf where you no. can't get it out? Mm. It's the worst is that a heated blanket or a vibrating blanket? <laughs> those were... <laughs> no. Those are sounds of pain. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's supposed to help with anxiety. <laughs> and instead, <laughs> it said put me in pain. <laughs> Sent you somewhere. Uh, Deonina's hanging out. How you doing, Deonina? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. 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 Uh, what part of your body's hurting? Um, so I'm 27. Yep. Like, it's just for 27, but I have had arthritis from my right hip to my toes since I was 16. Oh, my God. Oh, that sucks. Really? I have no cartilage in my knees. I dislocated my right hip at 15. Yep. Um, fell off a two-foot step and broke my foot. Gee. I'm also over six foot tall, so I have the back problem. Oh, man. Hmm. Your uh, the arthritis in your leg that's because of your hip injury. The hip injury, and then when I broke my foot, so it's like four different places of arthritis. Oh yeah, they just happened to all coincide in my right. Oh, that sucks. Oh, that's brutal. And then I'm also really chesty, so not only do I have lower back problems, but I have upper back problems. Oh man! (laughs) You know, my body's just a wonderful mess. Yeah, and you said you're only twenty seven. I turned 27 in September. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. You got a long ways to go. I know. I'm so looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> we can hear it in your voice. Oh, uh, yeah. Yay. Okay. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> no worries. Thanks, You bet. Bye-bye. Uh, this, this text here says, Marzi, I did the same thing. I woke up at 2 a.m. screaming because of a calf cramp. Oh, it's oh. No, it's not like that. It's really bad. Let me, let me hear your scream. No. Oh. <laughs> You guys can't trick me. <laughs> so close. Uh, Maggie, uh, Maggie's on three. How you doing, Maggie? Hi. Hey. How are you? Yeah, doing really well. Um, what part of your body's hurting? Well, I'm 24, just turned, and my tailbone hurts. Really? Did you fall on it, or? No, I've never fallen on it. But whenever I, like, sit on a chair that's not, like, super, super soft. Yeah. For more than like 10, 15 minutes, it hurts so bad every time I have to stand up and sit back down. Oh. And with every step I take. Oh, wow. Weird. Do you have like yeah. a really predominant tailbone? Like, is this I'm, kind of sticking out or what? No. I'm like, I've gone to the doctor and he said, well, people just have tailbone problems sometimes. What? I okay, you need to thing. go to another doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because, I, I mean, that's a proper if you, like, were ice skating or whatever, and you know when you and fall you, oh, really hard I mean, on that yeah, part? Yeah, it, like, paralyzes you. Yeah, yeah. And, like, uh, and you've never had, like, a baby or anything to ha- cause nope. damage back? Hmm. Nothing. Weird. Yeah, I'd go see another doctor over that tailbone yeah. pain, because that's not right. <laughs> hmm. 
No, I know. It's brutal. Yeah. Oh, well, crazy. Good luck with that. Thanks for sharing that. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's not good. My mom broke her tailbone a long time ago, and she had tons of problems. Mm. Tons. Haley, you broke your tailbone, too? Yeah, I fell down a flight of stairs. Oh, yeah. no. How long did it take your tailbone to heal? A couple months. It didn't heal properly now, so it kind of, like, sticks out a little oh, bit. Oh, so you got a little bit of a tail? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you got gnarly ankles and a tail. Yeah, that, that's our Haley. <laughs> She's a keeper. I love her. That's great. Uh, another one. Uh, Maya, how you doing? Hi, it's hey. Maya. Oh, Maya. Oh, how Maya. you doing, Maya? Oh, good. How are you? Oh, We're doing good. good. Um, what's up with your body? Well, it's not my body. It's my mom's body. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, she has something called the Ehlers-Danlos. So basically, it connects all the connected or sorry, affects all the connective tissues in her body. So all of her joints are constantly in pain, like her knees and her ankles and her Mm. back and her hips. Mm. And uh, she has had multiple jaw surgeries. She slipped a disc multiple times in her jaw. Oh, my God. And she has to get both of her knees replaced. And and she's a teacher, so she's constantly on her feet. Oh, Uh, man. That's uh, that's rough. She's got arthritis. She's got bursitis in her hips. Uh, she can crack her knees on command. She, sometimes she does it just randomly. Uh, what does she do for the pain? Because it sounds like her entire body is constant yeah. pain. She can't do anything. She's allergic to painkillers. Oh, oh no. my gosh. That sounds like torture. <laughs> yeah, they can't. They tried to stick an IV in her arm and it like, like bursted her veins. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> not good. Oh, your poor uh-uh. mom. Mm. Yeah, I feel so bad for her. And she's only 39. Oh, oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, all this stuff is happening way before way what's, before ha- any of what's this. on uh, Mars Listener. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully She's she can knee replacement surgery. Yeah, yeah. That is crazy. Hopefully she can find some pain management that works. Something that, that works. Sucks. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> you're welcome. Okay. Bye bye. Uh, Chrissy but- from the South says, hey, guys, I'm going to be 40 years old next week. Mm. Yeah. I just found out yesterday I have arthritis in my lower back. <gasps> I've had stomach pain for nine years. Mm-hmm. And I go next month to see a neurologist for numbness in my thighs. Welcome to 40. Uh, oh. Is this just the life we live now? Can we turn back time on these old vessels? I don't think so. In? I think once it's uh, once you're done, you're done. We can't harvest parts from teens or anything. This is just mm. what we do. I, I don't think there's an option. Because anytime you do a surgery, too, like a knees oh, and stuff. Or anything, and it's, no, I don't think it strengthens. It it uh, like it, increases your chance of arthritis and yeah. stuff. What if we start uh, breaking bones? Do they grow back stronger? No. no. Like, you know how once you get chicken pox, you can't get it again? Mm. Ginger, your point, if you broke a bone, I'd be worried it wouldn't heal itself. <laughs> you know? <laughs> With one. your chicken finger diet. <laughs> <laughs> one. Ouch. <laughs> Two. I've never broken a bone. Really? Oh, yeah. You know, oh, I, I have. Might, I might be unbreakable. Yeah. Yeah. I've I never have. broken a bone, just my uh, nose. That yeah, would and be that it. was on surgery. Yeah. Is there bones in there? Uh, well, some of the bone broke. It's like, broken bone. Well, I broke my I have arm. broken limbs. <laughs> I broke my arm, I broke my foot. Yeah. Uh, and I believe I've broken a couple toes. But yeah, your your broken I foot broke a was rib. folding jeans. Yeah, well, and it, my foot snapped. Well, it was it was off a ladder. You can't tell that story. We got to <laughs> make it better. You I can't talk about it, or we got to make it a better story. <laughs> okay. That was like Garrett that called earlier. He doesn't have a good story about putting his foot up on a milk yeah. crate. <laughs> Doctor said never do that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super yeah. dangerous. Uh, Dylan's up top. How you doing, Dylan? Good morning, guys. Hey. Hi. Uh, have you noticed that your entire body is hurting now? 
Oh, geez. Arthritis in my lower and upper back, my wrists, my knees are shot. There's no cartilage left. Oh, uh, Dylan, how old are you? I'm going to turn 31 in two weeks. 31. Oh. Is oh. it, uh, did all this stuff happen because you're just really hard on your body or what? I am a carpenter, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're climbing like, all over the house and bending and banging. You, yeah, you name it. I could bend down to go do something, a baseboard or something, and all of a sudden my knee doesn't want to pop back in. I go, uh-oh. Or <laughs> you name it. Uh, every time I wake up in the morning, I have to rotate my wrist just so they can crack. And- oh, I do that. Yeah, you do yeah. do that. Even during the show, I'll be sitting here and I'm just like rolling my wrist. And I'm like, oh, that feels so good. And they're just like, snap, 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 snap. And normally, you know, it is what it is. But I also have a two and a half year old uh, autistic boy. So mm. and he's high activity. So I always have to be running around on my knees and everything. So oh, yeah. It that's... makes it a lot worse. But oh, absolutely. What a nightmare. But okay. That's that's age for you, right? Yeah, I guess. You're but... 31. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck when you hit 40. <laughs> yeah, I'm not thinking that far. Yeah, 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 no. don't, yeah, don't think ahead for that aspect. And at this point, I hope you make it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, good luck today, Dylan. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, take care, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What does he mean when he said his knee won't pop back? Like how... Like uh, he can't straighten like it? Like you see me doing something on the ground for a bit, and I go to stand up, and I'm like, oh! Yes. And, uh, yeah, and your knee is like locked. Because he's got no fluid in there. It's dry. Yeah, so it's like... He's had a knee lube. Oh, man. That mm-hmm. sucks. They yeah. don't tell you that about kids either, how much time you'll spend like on your knees crawling mm. around. I bet. Oh, the worst. And then they're gripping onto you. You're bending over, picking them up. It's like yeah. you're picking up bags of potatoes all the time. All the time. And every house is hardwood now. God, to go back to... Carpet. carpet. <laughs> Flush carpet. <laughs> how are your knees? You got good knees? No. Oh, geez. Not as bad as my back, but they're not great. What if you wear knee pads at home? Rick you almost on. should. You almost should put a pair of uh, <laughs> knee pads on. I don't think Rachel's going to like that. <laughs> All right, I want to talk about this next story here where a Washington Post food critic mm-hmm. unwittingly became embroiled in a married person's affair. All because a photograph was published of a married man dining with his mistress in a restaurant food review. Oh, no. So that would be like, let's say um, Marzi is a reviewer of Edmonton restaurants. Yeah. And you know how you take like a general picture of the dining room? Yeah. yeah. I post my review in like the journal or wherever. It's like me and Rach sitting there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) Ginge sees Rach sitting there with Crash. And I do read food reviews, so I would see (laughs) But you'd be looking at the food, not the people. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Unbelievable. Now, of course, the man's wife contacted the food reviewer to uh, say, you know, can I see the original picture? And then, of course, when she did, she was able to look even closer and she was like, yeah, that's my husband dining with another woman. I'd be able to get out of this. What would you say? I'd say, you know what? I was passing by and they were looking for some good looking diners to uh, take a photo eating food. And they just paired us together. We got a free meal. Nothing big. But I got into a magazine. What do you think? We did hit it off, though. (laughs) No, no, no. Share a magic lady. But (laughs) they're not holding hands there. They haven't seen the photo. I can't find the photo. Do you have the photo, Marjorie? No, I I think it has been pulled. I think the uh, food reviewer pulled it. Out of respect for the married woman (laughs) and her family and kids and everything else. It's a little different if they're holding hands. But if they're just sitting there, you could kind of get off on that. Well, the woman wrote in originally to the food reviewer saying, quote, Well, Tom, 
Your latest review is accompanied by a picture of my husband dining with a woman who isn't me. <laughs> the reviewer's like, ooh. <laughs> Once confronted with the photographic evidence, by the way, Tom did confess to having an ongoing affair, and the couple is now taking steps to divorce. Oh, oh no. So here's what I thought we could have a conversation about. 780-489-4669. What did you find in a photo? I mean, with social media, Instagram. Oh, yeah. Because you always Snapchat. look at Snapchat. You always look at the backgrounds of photos, too, right? Women do. Mm-hmm. I don't know if dudes do. Uh, I, I tend to. You look at the, Did, you the main it? focus of the picture, yeah. and then I and you spend creep an extra couple seconds looking at the back of the yeah, photo. Yeah, you think, you, think uh, you think you would see it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, I think. If yeah. you were flipping through like um, a newspaper article, yeah. would you see Ginge in the back of, of, of a photo? I think so. I tend to really look at photos, yeah. All right, I want to know from you, and whether or not it was a cheater, Mm -hmm. maybe it was just something like your best friend was like, no, I can't make it. And then you see them somewhere. You see them on Instagram doing something. In someone else's photo. Sure. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right? We were supposed to be hanging. We were supposed to be hanging. Or I thought you said you couldn't make that. And then you're there. Yeah, because that person didn't post photos, but someone else but did. But someone else did. Mm-hmm. I want to know from you guys if you've got a story, whether it was an affair, whether you were stood up, maybe it was not by a lover, but by a best friend. Mm-hmm. What did you find out all from a photo? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. A food critic for the Washington Post was just doing his job. He went to a restaurant, had a meal, reviewed it in the newspaper, took a photo of the dining room and a woman who was reading his review spotted her husband with his mistress having dinner. Mm. So we want to know from you guys, what did you find in a photo? This text. I wonder how many people are checking their Christmas cards for nipples now. I bet you you guys are. Mars doesn't think. I I thought Mars thinks that you would notice that your nipples out. I, I, I feel like you would notice if your nips are out. Oh, Haley no. said no. Yeah, Haley's not feeling Haley the breeze said on them. Haley said her nips could go out and she would not have any idea. <laughs> like, even right now, she'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> Air conditioning hitting them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so what did you discover in a photo? Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be yours, someone else's. Uh, I got uh, Anonymous on four here. How you doing, Anonymous? Hi, good. <laughs> Excellent. All right, so uh, was it your photo that you discovered something on or what? Um... Well, my friend uh, noticed it. Okay. He was scrolling through Bumble and found my profile. Yep. And I had a picture where I thought I looked really nice, but I had a white shirt on, and you could totally see my nipples <laughs> through the shirt. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm guessing, like, was it taken and- with flash or, like, a lighting then when it, and it just, you didn't think you could see through it, but you could? Yeah. Yeah. And so he texted me when he saw it and was like, you know, you can see your nipples in this picture. And I was wondering why all the guys I was messaging were commenting on that photo saying it looked so good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never had so many messages. Like, wow, geez, this is crazy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Did you end up going on any dates with any of those people before you discovered that the nipples were blasting through your shirt? 
Uh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, you discovered before. No. That. But for a while, though, you're like, wow, everybody really yeah, likes yeah. that photo. What a mm-hmm. great photo of myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I just thought it was a really nice photo. Yeah. Like, I had a really nice smile. And yeah, when you pulled that it photo, wasn't the smile they were looking at. Well, yeah, yeah, right. When you took that photo down, did you still get a lot of traction, or not as much anymore? Uh, I. I still got uh, quite a few, but yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) no bigs, no bigs. That's right. I like it. Thanks for sharing that anonymous. Yeah. Have a great day. Yeah, you you too. too. Bye bye. And it sucks too when like it's a friend who points it out. Mm. Well, and it sucks when it's been up there for a bit. For a long time. Yeah. You're like, oh man, who Mm -hmm. has seen this? Uh, Let's go to uh, Wendy. Hello. Good morning. Hey. All right. So a friend of yours discovered, or did you discover about a friend, uh, something interesting from a photo? I did. A couple of Christmases ago, we moved from Saskatoon to Edmonton. Yeah. And my husband's friend and his partner, we knew them well. Uh, Our babysitter in Saskatoon sent us a Christmas card with a family photo. And lo and behold, my husband's friend's girlfriend, his partner, was in the photo posing with Another fellow, so she had a total double life. What? Holy crap! It was the wildest thing. Like I, I kept looking at the Christmas card, going, um, "Dave, is is this Kelly's partner?" And he was like, "Oh my God, it is!" And then, like, I got a hold of the babysitter and asked her, and she said, "Yeah, that's her son's girlfriend." <gasps> and I was like, "Oh no, no, it's not really." And the craziest thing was, they only lived a couple of blocks apart in Saskatoon. So how they never ever uh, ran into each other yeah. was beyond me. And so yeah, unfortunately, we kind of blew that out of the water. Oh. So she was running two people at once then. Yes, she was, and yeah. she was living with Kelly, and then she would tell, tell Kelly she was gone away for a weekend, and she would go and stay with the other guy. And then the photos surfaced. And then the Christmas family photos yeah. came out, and she was in them. Yes, and how she would pose in a Christmas photo. photo. Right? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Well, I I wouldn't do that. Hell, <laughs> no. Wendy's like, uh-uh. Nope, nope. Nope. What a scandalous story. Thanks for sharing that. Crazy. Yeah, you- Okay. You guys have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Anyone yeah. uh, discover uh, stuff like that? Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, please keep me anonymous. I've had coworkers call in sick, and then they post pictures of themselves enjoying their day that same day. Oh, yeah. That's a that's an amateur move, you guys. If you're calling in sick, you cannot post what an awesome time you're having on your Instagram account. When if you're off work and you're injured too, workers comp loves looking at your photos. Yeah, of you water skiing. <laughs> With a broken back. With a broken back, yeah. Uh, Tara, how are you doing today? I'm good. Uh, we're talking about if you discovered something in a photo. Yeah, so a few months ago, I was on the Pandora website for West Edmonton Mall. Yeah. Uh, you know, just cruising, looking for stuff to give my husband ideas and, and so on. And... Little did I know, on the advertisement for Pandora is my husband shopping at Pandora. What? <laughs> yeah, and it's clearly him. He has his baseball jersey on. It's, it's you know, <laughs> and uh, and I didn't tell him right away because I was waiting to see if I got a Pandora gift. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, he would have been in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Be like, I saw you in this store. Why didn't you buy me anything? Was he? No, did he pose for it, or was it like a candid shot? 
Uh, no, it was just a candidate. They took a picture of, you know, the people who were in the store shopping. Uh, he was actually pretty upset because it kind of ruined the surprise for of him. Of course. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. What though. are the chances of that? Yeah, right? I know, right? And it's very clearly him. <laughs> oh, were you... The, like you, you, he obviously caught your eye. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! That guy looks like my husband. And then you really yeah. stared at it, and you're like, this is my husband. Yeah, like my husband loves the New York Yankees, so he's always covered head to toe. Yeah. So I mean, as soon as I saw that, I looked, and sure enough, I was like, oh, that's 100 percent him. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, awesome. I only know one guy covered head to toe in Yankees gear, so that's yeah. him. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and he did, in fact, get you Pandora. He did thankfully get me Pandora. Oh, yeah. What a crazy story. <laughs> That's wild. That yeah. is wild. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much for calling and sharing that. Thanks, Sarah. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm like, oh, damn you, Pandora. And it, and I just picture her husband, like, staring at the display case oh, yeah, with yeah. his head down. Probably talking his, to uh, yeah. the uh, the people in there. With his jersey on. He's like, I don't know. Holding a bunch of jewels. Yeah, he's like, like, I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what she you, wants. You pick one. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Michelle in St. Albert says, guys, I blew my best friend's surprise going away party Aww. by texting the group chat that the yeah. surprise party was ready, and I blasted a picture of the decorations. Oh, no. She got the text while being distracted by the rest of the group on their way back. That sucks. So she discovered that with the yeah, photo. Yeah, that really sucks. Yeah. Um, another one here. Let's go to uh, Heather. Hello. Good morning. Hi. Hey. All right, so you discovered something in a photo uh, from your wedding. Yes. Hmm. I um, got my wedding photos back about two months after our wedding, yep. and I posted them all. I was really excited. And my husband's aunt was like, you might want to take down the photos of, like, your first kiss. Uh-oh. And I was like, oh, gosh, why? And sure enough, I am, like, com- like flashing the entire, my entire. <laughs> oh, no, like your top is down? Yeah. So, like, you know how it was, like, a corset sort of uh, dress, so I had it tight. Yeah. And then I had lifted up. And uh, my dress stayed low. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And I know you were just saying, Mars, that like, th- oh, you can totally I, tell. When I you're thought nipple. you could tell. Yeah, I thought. I'm horrified. Like, and it's funny because, so then, of course, I'm panicking. I'm like, oh, my God, was this, like, the topic of the whole evening? Oh, like and- everyone's saying they can see you. <laughs> Yeah, and everyone's like, did you see that? Oh, my gosh. But no, like, well, unless they all had, like, a private meeting with, like, 200 people and were like, let's get our story straight. (laughs) Possibly. I feel like people would have noticed at the wedding. Yeah, apparently they say they didn't, but, like, in the photos... I'm like almost, I was pretty grumpy with my photographer. Like, A, thanks for the Photoshop. <laughs> How could you not tell me this? this? This is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, guys. I know that summer is a long ways away. As a matter of fact, it feels like it could be months. Um, do you guys suffer from hot crotch? Um, yeah, the other day when I uh, went to the bathroom here, my crotch was on fire. What? What? I don't like, know. Like just heat coming out of it? Yeah, I was just sweating. Yeah. It was weird. Like steamy? Well, it wasn't steam, and it wasn't like I opened a like a kettle, but uh, it was hot. Oh, was hot, hot! To touch. What kind of underwear are you wearing? Are you wearing uh, cotton underwear, or, yeah, or do you have like Spanx? You're wearing Spanx? Or sorry, not Spanx. Spanx. I don't want a noticeable bulge. <laughs> I was just saying to half you if you're wearing it's, Spanx. It does take a little effort to cover up. My God. <laughs> Sorry, I said it's so matter of fact. Too. You did. Like, why are you shocked? I've been wearing these for years. 
Josh wears Spanx to work so we don't see his little tummy roll. Anyone else wearing Spanx? (laughs) Gotta cover up the bulge. You're wearing socks? Socks. You find that they breathe. Um, some of them do. Obviously, uh, there's different fabrics with the uh, sacks, but uh, the one I was wearing the other day clearly did not breathe. Yeah, I'm a sacks fella as well. Do uh, they cozy, breathe? comfy, mm. but I don't know if that material is different than like a straight uh, cotton panty. Is it like a dry fit material? Well, I guess kind of, but is it polyester? Probably. Yeah, I think it's some poly in there. It doesn't breathe at no. all. You're not getting any fresh air down no, there. I'm baking my bits. So if you're a guy and if you've got super hot crotch, there's two things you can do. Number one, make sure all of your briefs or your boxers or your boxer shorts are 100% cotton. Mm. But I thought cotton makes you hot, too. No, no, cotton's breathable. It's actually a fabric that allows oxygen in and out. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, you can try this. It's called the Cool Men. And mm. it's a testicle cooler. It's actually a little device that's designed to aid in male fertility. Because you got to keep those buddies cool, right? If you want to have a baby. Yeah. But they say <laughs> that apparently you can just use it in the summertime as well. You can strap it on, and it is supposed to be a cooling device Ooh. for your testes. Well, there's a boatload of cooling underwear online. It's not cooling underwear. I know. I'm just trying to find It's called Cool Men? Yes. Are you talking? Is it like almost like a reverse helmet? It is like a reverse helmet. All right, I got it there. here. That's it. So you'd wear this on top of your underwear? No, you would probably wear it underneath. Because so you wear like a cup. See your balls go in there. Right? I got you. Yeah, I got where the balls. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm just. So uh, if you have uh, testicles, I'm just this, where they're gonna go. I'm just making sure that we all know where you put your bits. That's all. <laughs> just making sure. I got a picture of that on the app there. I'm just finding a ton of different underwear here. I feel weird looking at all this. I got you. Oh, bulges everywhere. Mm. Why are you looking at so many? You got the wrong oh, product. Oh, jeez, what is that? That there looks like is. you put it on your head. Yeah, it, but it's not. So you put it on like, um, like you slip it on, right? Like there's your underwear band, and then you see that little area there. That's where you put your balls. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks like uh, two uh, really close earmuffs. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. How is that cooling? Uh, the company says that if you wear this. You'll feel your normal warm self, right? Mm-hmm. But however, quote, your balls will be cooler than the fawns hitting a jukebox in a diner. That's hey. cool. That is cool. So there you go. Hmm. Are those uh, a rigid? That that that. I think it's similar. It's like a cup. Yeah, because I wouldn't mind even more support. Like sacks are nice, but if there was something, if uh, if yeah, another sacks- came out and said it was even cozier than sacks, I would try it. Yeah. This, though, I, do, I don't think you're supposed to cover yourself in undies after, right? I think this one is just you put it on well, and put your pants you on. You could wear that and then put your pants on. Or if you wanted to, you could probably put a pair of like boxer shorts over to But I think that defeats the purpose then. Because then now you're covering up again. But they'll keep it. That little device this? there will keep them cool. Uh. The device is designed to be discreet and completely invisible when worn under clothing. I think I feel like you would see this under clothing. And <laughs> what if so? <laughs> I think so? Or it just look like you have giant bees. What if your uh, what if your day changed? Your night delved into something more fun. You brought somebody home, and then you've got a oh, and you pull off an apparatus. 
Well, I guess the same as uh, chick pulling off uh, like a push-up bra or something. Yeah, I know, but you go to the bathroom and you remove it. Yeah, but we know about push-up bras. Like, what, what would you say if you saw one of these bras? <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Well, now that I've done it in the news, I'd be like, oh, oh you, yeah. you heard my story. And you run you go, a little hot down there, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, you're like a furnace in between your legs, aren't you? Mm. Aren't you there, pal? Anyone else have uh, furnace bits? Uh, our boss recommended uh, me powdering my bits. Yeah, he powders his. Yeah, our boss powders the snot out of his bits. Uh, gold bond? I think so, yeah. He's got like a tub of it. He buys a big tub and he's like, poof, 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 poof. Yeah, he really gets on there. Yeah. I think that's a day every man reaches. To powder your bits? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't is, got there yet. Is that for chafing or sweating, though? Although uh, I guess sweating I leads it, to chafing. It's sweating yeah. and chafing. Yeah. It was a, a weird conversation because he got a mole removed and he powdered his balls that day and we had a big discussion about it. I'm guessing he brought it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't asking about his yeah, bits. Yeah, he just offered that we're up. We're not asking about that. What if we ran like a uh, uh, liner like in swimsuits have so we wouldn't have to wear underwear? What if every pair of jeans came with a built-in liner? Wouldn't that be better? So yeah. that, it, that you get more oxygen there? Yeah. yeah you so can. we wouldn't have to wear the underwear. Like a little bit of a vent. Do you have a furnace crotch, though, in the winter? No, I'm pretty good. How about in the summer? It can get, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Those hot weeks. You run cool in the winter. Yeah. Lucky. Hmm. I feel like just this conversation, uh, my bits are heating up right now. I feel like I could see, like, um, like those, you know when it gets really hot in the summer and then you see those waves coming off a highway? Yeah. Sometimes that, if you look at Crash's crotch. Um, you know what? This summer I'm going to fill my crotch. I'm going to fill my heat waves coming off my crotch. <laughs> Where it I'll sort of changes you now, the family. air above it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like the it's toaster. Like, a, like mm-hmm. the heat above a toaster. It's, it's like wavy. a mirage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got a mirage on my crotch. <laughs> yeah, that can happen. <laughs> well, Crash, then that is a device for you. Mm. Uh, guys are texting in, giving you guys also some other. Um, yeah, Darren's saying uh, beneath or better than sex. Mm. Uh, but he doesn't think any of those breathe. Okay. Apparently, Reebok cooling mesh long boxer briefs. I do have a pair of uh, a couple pairs of Reeboks, and it might be the same ones. Those ones are really good. They yeah. do feel like a like they have breathability. Daniel in Saint Albert says I got them for Christmas, and they are amazing. Yeah, it's like my balls are constantly being dipped in snow while the rest of my body is warm. Yeah, there is a bit of cooling to them, and they have a pouch. Like they have room. It's nice, so it's not like they're like like packaged meat against your body. I had no idea there was so many kinds of. Uh uh, underwear for men that yeah. everyone's wearing and texting in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all the different brand names. Yeah, the two underwear as well. Keith and Fort Sask. He's saying those ones are great. Lucky saying Max Weldon. Hmm. I don't know what that is, but could be another cooling undies. Okay, well, there you go, guys. And if you don't want to get the cooling undies, then you might want to get this uh, this little device to wear. <laughs> I put a picture on our social, too. Yeah. Uh, Crash Mars, all one word, if you want to see this uh, ball device. It's this called? Ball cooling device. Called cool men. Mm-hmm. You can go and you can check it out. So if you guys were to think of like one place in our province to go and get the best Instagram shot you've ever had. Mountains. Exactly. Mm. Bev has been named one of the most Instagrammable places in the world. It just looks so good. Big Travel 7 compiled a list of the 50 most Instagrammable places in the world. And of course, Banff was right up there on that list, landing every, in at number 40. Every time we go there, I don't know why. Uh, like if I'm driving, I'm staring at the mountains. Every I'm time. looking. Once, oh, yeah. When I'm walking around Banff or Lake Louise or whatever, I'm taking photos of the mountains. I literally have taken photos of the same mountains probably 30 times. Me yeah. too. Why? Because they're pretty. They yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. 
I guess I just want them to show up in my photo reminder. Yes. And be like, remember who you were doing last year? And I'm like, oh, mountains, gorgeous. Because mm-hmm. they're awesome. Now, anybody who lives in our great province and goes to our great Rockies knows that um, there's more than just Banff for some great Instagram shots, but Banff is the city, the small town that made this list. Number one, Milan, Italy. Number two, London, England. Number three, Paris. Oh, number, you must go. Number four, Istanbul, uh, Istanbul, Turkey. Number five, New York. Number six, Nepal. Number seven, Chicago. Mm. Number eight, Bali, Indonesia. Number nine, Sri Lanka. And number 10, Sydney, Australia. Hmm, Cool. Where was Banff? Number 40. That's not bad. It's not bad. It should be higher. That should be higher. Yeah, I thought it would have been higher. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, Ibiza's on there. It's like Banff. There's like so much to take photos of. I mean, we should have beat Seattle, right? Yeah. Is this just a numbers game? This is like the this is not the best, but like the most popular. Like these were the most Instagram photos are tagged from. They did look at numbers, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. we, you know, we're not getting we're not getting that many people through. Yeah. New York does a little better business yeah, than just a few, I'd a say few so. milli more. But so like, many iconic spots. Mm. But like does Iceland beat us? Because they Well that's a whole country though. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, this is just a town. You gotta get that uh, iconic stand in the the middle of Banff Ave and get oh, that mountain shot, you, yeah. and then the oh, stores. Yeah. Oh, you gotta have that shot. Or in front of the Banff sign there. Yep, yep. People With love their arms up. that thing. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. Or from like on top of Sulphur Mountain, oh. looking down on the the town site itself. So gorgeous, nice, gorgeous. This text here five six seven eight nine says, "Good morning, guys. I've been to Banff and Canmore probably one hundred times, and each time I am just amazed. The mountains make me so happy and peaceful. They do. I love them. Mm-hmm. I love them every time driving through." Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Driving through, doing whatever there. It's great. All right. It's always fun when people can't agree on something, right? Uh, Especially when you thought everyone did agree on it. Folks on the internet have been arguing about what to call the two ends on a loaf of bread. The butts. And it turns out there's more ways to describe it than you think. Bum? No. What do you guys call it? Well, we just call it the butt. butt. Yeah, we call Mar- it the butt. Mars loves to eat the butt at home. We're a butt house. Oh, yeah. I love eating the butt. Yeah, yeah. She'll even put a little butter on the butt. You can eat the butt, and I think you should eat the butt. Uh, but I you like can't cheese. You can't eat the butt too soon. No, I never. I wait. Well, because I wait. it's doing work. Yeah, the butt is preserving moisture. Yes. in the loaf. Thank you. Yeah. Is it though? I yes. Use, yeah. When that's when, a business butt, man. When I open the loaf and I see that someone already ate the butt, I'm like, no, no, no. And then, sure enough, the bread's dry within days. I love eating the butt. I don't even need to toast it. I just like it with some butter and cheese. Give yeah. me that butt. I eat that butt raw. Oh. You get more butt flavor. Sometimes no. it's a little too thick, no? I love it thick. You like a thick butt? I like it thick. I like it chewy. Mm. You know I love a fat. <laughs> but, uh, Haley, what do you guys call it in the house? We call it the Kentle. The, the what? what? Haley, do I need to hit the dump you button? You are making me so mad today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can say that. <laughs> I, I what is it? it? I googled it. It's fine. Uh, it's Kentel. Kentel? Can you spell it? I think it's spelled K-E-N-T-E-L. I've know. never heard of that. That's what my parents called it growing up. I think they just made up a word. I think they might have. Because not one text came in of the Kentel. They're like, yeah. mm, I love to eat Kentel. Kentel? That might be a, a nihilism from my family. <laughs> Oh, hold on. Oh, someone calls it the heel. Okay, that's the next one on my list. So the most popular butt yeah. or bum, like we all say. Yeah, yeah. Number two, heel. Mm-hmm. Number three, end piece. <laughs> I mean, okay. It is. <laughs> Number four, the crust, which it is not. Because the crust is everywhere. It's all, I guess it's, it's all crust. It's half crust. It is. It's pretty crusty. But it's not the crust. No, it's not the no, crust. No, agreed. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. And then the last one on my list, crust end. 
Apparently, one. I know that's terrible. <laughs> one guy called it "quote end of the loaf," and people lit him up on. They lit him up for that. Yeah, oh. I can't call it "end of the loaf." <laughs> end of the loaf's pretty funny, yeah. right? <laughs> Kental though, not anywhere on my list. That's weird. What? A, there's no way Hayden also called it Kental no. before he meant you. Do you know what he called it previously? I think he calls it the heel. But you won't allow that in the house. No, not in my house. <laughs> yeah, Kental home. You're a Kental home now. I'm a Kental yeah. home. We don't eat the a lot of bread either. Heel. Yeah. But you know yeah. what is good? Um, if you get a baguette, eating oh. the end of that. Yeah, because it's yeah. hard and crunchy on the yeah. outside, and you bite into it, and it's oh, soft. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I love baguette kentel. Mm, dip it in some oil. Mm. Yeah, kentel. I don't like kentel. <laughs> Does it even mean anything? I don't know. I don't think like, so. Like, is it in the dictionary? I couldn't find. No. Kentel? Kentel. Kentel. I... Kentel. Let's see how it's pronounced here. What does it mean, Crash? Kentel. Okay. Kentel. All right. Well, I don't... Guys, that was just that was about. I didn't pick that. Okay, <laughs> I found a spelling of it in Indonesian. Oh, it means thick. Oh, See, oh, okay. That's so what, maybe that's where it's from. That's what just, yeah, that's what came up. That's what was means thick. That was the voice. <laughs> yeah. Let me just switch this here. Let's. Kental. There. Ah! There. That's a little bit better. Okay. All right. That feels better. Some people. <laughs> some people are saying they call it the cuppy. cuppy. It's kind of along the same lines of like what he, like it's that. That hard K at the like top? like the English would call it. Yeah. A cuppy? Mm. Or the cuppy? Australians. Oi! Somebody, <laughs> Sorry, um, the cuppy of my bready loaf. That's exactly what it sounds like. Mm. Uh, someone else said they call it the cussy? Cuppy. No. <laughs> can I not say that? Probably not. A what's cussy? The, what's the cussy? What's well, wrong with that? You can eat cussy. Yeah. Yeah, we all love cussy. Oh my god, I just Urban Dictionary cussy? <laughs> Cussy. Like, who would know that? Who would cussy? know this? I don't know that. Is okay. this a, oh, God, is this like a young thing? It's from... I don't like my cussy too dry. <laughs> You're close. Kevin, can we eat the cussy? It's from Disney's car franchise, from the Cars movies. Okay, yeah. well, that shouldn't be bad. Ciao! If there are male and female cars, yeah. then the existence of a female reproductive... Organ for the car would be oh. cussy. A cussy makes sense. Cussy. Okay, let's not do it. Where are those cars coming from? Right? I don't see. I mean, who comes up with the Urban Dictionary? <laughs> you know what? Dirty-minded people. That's who. Cussy. Mm. Crash. Mm. That's a French car. <laughs> it's not the cussy. It's actually Dutch. <laughs> Say it again. What do we got? Yeah, no, that's a French car. Yeah, so there you go. That's what. Okay. Wow, that evolved from Kentel. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we can all agree that uh, we uh, we enjoy eating butt. Yeah. Bottom line. Oh, bottom line. It's so good. Mm -hmm. uh, this but text here says, "I caramba." This is off the rails. Is there fan fiction on Cars characters? There is. Oh, yeah. yeah I no oh, yeah. yeah there crazy. absolutely yeah, is. People are blown away that the cars have genitals. I am too. Like, who knew? Well, they have well, babies. That's what I'm saying. Where do those cars come from? Well, the tailpipe. Like, the queen was the just sweet tailpipe. <laughs> came from the, uh... Ka-chow. All right. Well, who would have thought? So, nonetheless, I think uh, the number one, everybody calls it the bum. Most people also call it the heel. So, those ones, that's number one, number bum two. Bum and heel and then cussy. I don't know what Haley's family is up to, but they're up to no good. Uh-huh. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> All right.
right. If you're wondering if kids are learning enough about money, just ask them if they think it's financially responsible to remain on their parents' cell phone plan. And that goes for just more than kids. Do you guys consider yourselves financially responsible? No. Like right now? Yeah. Yes. Right now. Yeah. Because I'm all about saving. (laughs) Yeah, you're financially annoying. That's for sure. Um, (laughs) Are you financially responsible? In a new survey, 85% of adults of all ages said we are financially responsible. I wasn't, but I feel like I am now. I feel like I got a pretty good grasp on it. Well, I'm way more responsible than I was. Me too. Yeah. So I'd say in that sense, I am. I'm sure there's always room for more responsibility. Sure. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, based on previous me, for sure. Yeah. 50% of adults say they struggle with unnecessary spending or unbudgeted expenses. 40% struggle to remember to pay, to pay bills on time. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. I pay my bills. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Mars loves to, uh, you, you like uh, overpay, way overpay. And you're like, I don't have to worry about it then for a while. I know, and it's the dumbest thing to well, do. Because you're just giving them money. Yeah. Like well, a, no, I overpay. eventually. Well, yeah, she, that's like, great. Like she'll, that's over, she'll overpay something by like six months. You know what it is? <laughs> I'll tell you. So Crash and Mars. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What does gas cost? I don't know. $7,000? <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> At the condo, we only pay for... Here's my car. Pay yeah. <laughs> what you want. I don't care. We only pay for electricity. So... <laughs> Don't worry about those other bills. Um, But for electricity, um, I do overpay that bill because one time, just one time, I read the bill wrong and it said, do not pay. And I panicked. And so I I paid it. Yeah. (laughs) Hold on. on. It says do Do not not pay. pay. Yeah. The big bright red. Do not pay. Do not pay. I better pay this. I'm tired. So I I, I got, I was like, oh my God. Like I thought maybe I was, I think what it was, was I only saw the color red and was like, Danger. You used to you're, you flash back to twenty year old mind. You you're pitching yeah. final notice. Yes, final notice. And I was I gotcha. like, holy crap! So I loaded my laptop and I was like, oh my god, okay, I got to pay this right now. So the next time I got the bill, I opened it and I was like, <gasps> how does this keep? <laughs> okay, yeah, it was a credit it's, now. It's getting now it's bigger. Credit. But you thought it was another bill. Yeah, and I was like, Ooh, oh, I'm like, oh my god, like how much electricity? Like yeah. this is getting out of control. But then I sat down with. I put my glasses on. Mm-hmm. I sat down with it and I was like. I don't have to pay this for like five months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? I don't know why. And it's a thing that you just do now. You so, keep it up. So then I sat back. No worries for five months. That is nice. It's you, nice. Because you did this with your phone bill too. You I actually did that. I did called that. them and yelled at them. I know. On why your bill was so much. And it turned out she had a big credit. They're like, ma'am, stop <laughs> paying. <laughs> Mars like, I don't know why my bill is $950. This is ridiculous. And she went off and you're like, um, okay, well, let's figure this out. Yeah. And then she's, yeah. it was on speakerphone and I can just hear the guy. He's like, um, actually, uh, ma'am, it's a credit. Yeah. <laughs> you've, you've paid too much. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that little negative sign in front. <laughs> I wasn't yelling at them. I was like low key panic. Sure. Like speaking, low key. you know, speaking slowly no, and loud. Like, I was like, Hello. I'm like, I don't know why my bill is nine hundred and fifty four dollars. And then they're like, ma'am, it is in credit. We owe you. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait a second. <laughs> so I was pretty excited about that. And then mm-hmm. I sat back and I was like, awesome. <laughs> it is nice. No worries for a couple months. So I do like having no worries for a couple months. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the only reason why that ever happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 35% of adults admit that their parents are paying or contributing to at least one of their bills. 19% of people said that their parents help them cover rent. 
Another 19% said that their parents are chipping in for groceries and 16% say that they help with utilities. Now, they didn't break it down by age specific, um, but naturally, uh, the younger the adults, the more likely your parents are to be helping you out. And that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're Generation Z, right? Yeah. I, I would imagine the most popular thing is probably like uh, the cell phone plan, right? It's because you never leave. Yeah. It's not a new <sighs> bill. It's just a bill that never left. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Status quo. Same thing every month. Like with, if mom or dad are shipping in for rent, that's like a conversation. Yeah. But if it's, if they were paying your bill since you were, you know, 12, 13 years old. Yeah. It's just the, the yeah. The parents just know that's yeah. what they're paying. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> God, no. Yeah. I tried to skirt under the radar with mine for a couple years. Oh yeah. And then my mom got the renewal in oh. the mail. We're oh. like, here's bill's paid up and she's like you should be on your own bill uh, no <laughs> when did she cut you off what oh, age i was still in university when she cut me off she cut you off in university yep. you're still a student yeah i was because i was living with my boyfriend at the time. oh you're living in sin <laughs> yeah if you're living in sin you're paying no. your own bills. that was the rule yeah oh man that was the rule yeah oh, God, real? even yeah. my parents didn't do that oh, like yeah. my parents used to be like hardcore yeah they wanted her yeah. to sin yeah. <laughs> they're like get out <laughs> Don't be nasty. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, I would just like to draw everybody's attention to the app. If you don't have the app for the radio station, by the way, download it. You can see the texts that are coming in. Look how many people have done what I did. I know a lot of people overpaying. And, you know, honestly, you know what it is, is I'm rushing. Mm. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. And my brain's just not it's not functioning on the right level that it should. And I'm panicking, thinking that I owe nine hundred dollars that's what and then the panic starts to yes, rise paying credits because you're not used to seeing yeah. the credit no. on the bill yeah you see a number, a number you pay oh yeah, yeah 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 a bill always means you owe yeah except yeah. in Mark's case yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was a it was a mistake. I did though. I, every time, the second time I got the bill because I thought I did the right thing and paid it, yeah. and I saw that it was even higher, but I didn't see the CR <laughs> beside. It. I was like, oh, what? She's like, that must mean Costa Rica. I have it booked. <laughs> no. I was like, do I have the like? I went through my bank. I'm like, do I have the the uh, account number wrong in my bank? Like, what is going on here? But you keep it up now. Now it's just a thing you do. I don't do it all the time. If you guys sell, you're in credit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys like sell or move, you'll have to like bake that into the resale price. Right? Yeah, it's it also all comes with six years for utilities. <laughs> <laughs> the taxes have been paid for the next ten years. It's a long time ago. You're set. <laughs> this text here says, "Legit, my cousin did this and ended up with a twenty-one hundred dollar credit on his oh. Epcor bill." Oh man, that's great if you've got the resources. Now you just have to worry about. That bill for six months. Yeah. So like if that was like your two thousand dollars of oh, savings, and you, you made the mistake, because yeah. they're not giving it back. No, and Ginge no. knows all too well it's so hard to get cash back. Oh yeah. God, I've done that. I just left it. What I do you was, mean? I was trying to pay off a credit card bill, so yeah. I put eight hundred dollars onto the credit card bill. Uh, put it on Epcor. <gasps> yeah, so we didn't have to worry about heat for like a couple months. But you needed that cash I needed on the it. credit card because you're paying twenty percent interest. On the <laughs> yeah. oh, but it was just like it was it was my mistake. Yeah, so I'm just dude. like, well, I just got to eat it and then like not live, use my credit card for a month. That's what yeah, you when pay. you when you pay bills online, there should almost be like two windows of like checks. Are you sure? Yeah. You and are, then, are you really sure? You are sending this to Epcor <laughs> yeah, yeah. in this amount. I know like with uh, some e-transfers, no, some people have the yeah. auto deposit set up. Yeah, I do. And it I'm like, so fast. like our water guy, boom, uh, at the cabin, he takes the money immediately. I'm like, oh, geez. And I'm like, was it the right amount? <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh no! Did you I send him a thousand dollars? Right, you put it accidentally because you're moving so fast. Yeah. I'm like, so yeah, just banging it out, getting it done. Surprised because it never goes that quick. Yeah, because when I get e-transferred, I never want to seem too thirsty. 
I know. I left that email set yeah. for like a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, well, I don't want to see him. I don't know. Like, I needed that money. Click, click, click. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you took it quick. Yeah, because I do. Yeah, yeah. I judge the other side. Well, and it lets you know, too, when the other person accepts it. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Get, you, it gives you a heads up. Oh, yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did that. I that's, cool. that's really bad. I think I did that. Remember Brayden, who used to work here? Yeah. yeah. He sent me money on my birthday in an e-transfer. Why yeah. would he send you money? That's what I said. So I never accepted it. You never accepted it? No. Because, well, I guess they expire, right? Yeah. 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 Did he, uh, that's kind of like a slight against Well, <laughs> I texted him and I said, I said, Brayden, it's okay. Like, I don't, you don't need to <laughs> I'm say- doing okay. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the parking lot? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't fine. say that. I just said. Just but, but, wish, read a room break. Like, just wish me the happy birthday. Like, it's nice that you wanted to give me twenty dollars for a star, a couple of Starbucks. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah, okay. It's, it's unnecessary. Like, you know, you treat yourself. Yeah. It's it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. I get. Yeah. That's a, well, yeah, what a weird thing. He yeah. panicked because he felt the need to get you a gift. Like, if Gingy oh. gave me a gift, I'm accepting all of it. Take that but money. But it's oh, young yeah. Braden. He's yeah. starting off in his career. You yeah. don't gotta yeah. send me money. Yeah, Gingy's fine for cash. Yeah, Gingy can give me all the gifts he wants. That is why did Braden something happened where he felt he was supposed to have gotten you something? <laughs> oh, probably. Right? What do you mean something happened? Well, I just mean if he was going to get her a gift, he would have brought in a gift card. Yeah. yeah. You don't e-transfer a birthday gift unless it's like your grandma sending you money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, colleagues don't eat transfer cash for birthdays no that's paying off something something happened yeah there's, there's much you don't know there's much more I, I have no idea i just know that i We're got it. on this thread <laughs> i texted him said i'm not accepting it and then he was like he texted me back and he put accept it and i yeah. was like no and he never spoke it. to you again and he left yeah and then he left moved to vancouver <laughs> <laughs> you've offended no him <laughs> i have no idea uh here's what i want to know from you guys this morning though 780-489-4669 Text us if you like as well at 56789. Uh, did you pay the wrong bill? A lot of people did what Haley did. She was supposed to put $800 down on her credit card, and instead she put it on an F-Core bill. Yeah. Sometimes when you go into paying your bills, too, there's if you have a couple credit cards, they're all lined up. Yeah, mm-hmm. You pick the wrong one. Whoops. Mm. Uh, did you do it like me where uh, you did not read your bill properly and didn't see the CR credit in the side and panicked every time you opened up your bill thinking that it was just doubling? Why is it doubling down? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, <laughs> honestly, these I guys... That so <laughs> That's why your Telus bill was so high. <laughs> these guys were all laughing at me, but I, the Now family has done it too. It's just your brain goes into... Panic. I guess when you, you get into like bill paying mode, maybe you're just doing it in the bathroom, you're banging it you out, or you number just want on a bill. Yeah, you assume you owe it. Exactly. And I and I panicked. Like I I free I freaked out mm-hmm. because I thought that that's how much I owed, and I was like, what on earth? Mm-hmm. So help me out here, guys. These guys are all laughing. Have at me I this been morning. roaming? What is happening? Here? <laughs> I actually thought. I actually thought that was. If you've got a story to share, give us a shout. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Have you messed up paying your bill? Did you way overpay like Mars to the point where you, it was a crazy number and you thought you actually owed them? So you just keep giving them more money? I'm not alone on this. I know you guys were laughing at me, but like. Or when you went to pay a bill on uh, online, you picked the wrong account and oh. threw them a thousand, but oh. it was supposed to go for something else. Yeah, like what Haley did. You're not, you, I think if you overpay, like good luck getting your cash back, right? Oh, yeah. Or Dang, it'll good. take four. Yeah, it'll take forever. Mm-hmm. That's a mistake and you got to eat it. Yeah, that bill overpaying like Marzi paid on a credit. Yes, yeah. which I'm finding out is incredibly common. Yes, but they shouldn't send us our credits. They should. The bill should just say you're good. Yeah, zero dollars. Right? Yeah, thumbs yeah. up. Thank you. Good, good on zero. You. Yeah, zero's perfect. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then just hit me back when it's time. Hey, don't put the number on it. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, someone, panic. Someone hey. texted in and said it says, and like they're looking at theirs right now on credit, and there's a negative number yeah. and then CR beside it. So if you only see that negative, that's debt, right? And it's funny, even like some statements that say do not pay, we don't read that. We just see no. the number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're like, oh, we're just looking for numbers, not yeah. words. <laughs> yeah, that negative, typically that's an overdraft number. Mm. Like you're in the red. This is you're, not yeah, good. Yeah, you're in the red. The yeah. negative is not good. This is money that you owe. But mm. now negative's good? Yeah. What? Right? In a new survey, 90% of adults think that they're financially responsible, yet 35% rely on their parents to pay bills. Millennials get a chunk of the blame, but it sounds like all age groups um, have some moochers. But I mean, I guess the younger you are, the more you're going to rely on your on your parents. Mm-hmm. When it came back to being financially responsible, 85% of adults say that they're financially responsible, but 50% say that they struggle with unnecessary spending and 40% struggle with rem- Remembering to pay the bill. Mm-hmm. I guess ultimately, if you overpay, at least you're paying the bill. You're not falling yeah. behind. Yeah. But sometimes and we've all fallen behind. Yeah, but sometimes you need that cash somewhere else, like to feed yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No food this month. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm warm. <laughs> that sucks. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. If you got a story here, uh, hey Jay. Hey, how's it going? Good. Good. Uh, you make a, a bill mistake? Yes, I definitely did. I. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I went to pay a water bill. Um, it had racked up a little bit. It was like a, a I can't remember exactly. It was like 340 some dollars that yeah. I owed to yeah. the water. And I set, when I made my payment through my bank account, I set my payment to be a monthly scheduled payment somehow. Okay. So every month I was paying this $340 water bill. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Uh, what, what turned out, uh, it was the it was very similar to what my vehicle payments were <gasps> biweekly. Yeah, so I didn't I didn't really notice the transaction in my account. I just saw the the amount and was like, whatever. And yeah. then yeah, it was like months later, five or six months later, I uh, I noticed my bill, my water bill, which was just in my email. Yeah, and I had I had like a. I think it was a nine hundred or oh no credit, but I but I thought it was a debt, and I that that's same exactly thing what is, I did. Is what you guys, yeah, yes. I was freaking out about it. <laughs> what <Yeah>. the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, damn, that's a and lot. Of course, yeah, I wanted to I wanted to get that money back, but no. And now I just got this credit, and I still got a credit. I've been paying or slowly chipping away at this credit for like a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Did you quickly remove that auto pay for that amount? Oh, definitely. <laughs> well, once I once I realized what had happened, because they said no, like I I paid that amount. Yeah. Uh, however many times, like five or six times, and I'm like, but I I haven't. Like, what's going on? And then the the lady on the phone was like, Did you set up like uh, pre-authorized payments or something? And I'm like, no. And then. Uh, maybe I go and look at it. And, and yeah, then you're like, course. oh, damn, yeah. there it is. Well, at least you don't have the water bill for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got a yeah. good credit going there. That's great. Okay, <laughs> thanks for sharing that, Jay. <laughs> yeah, you bet. Kay. Have a good one, guys. You too, Matt. Bye-bye. See? Bye. Yeah. It's the same thing. And especially, like, just setting up the auto payment. You're just <laughs> like, uh, set up this, and then just not pay attention. You're like, whatever. It's the same thing. Yeah. You just don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. And then you panic and you think that you owe that money. When in reality, we should really be paying attention. It's money. <laughs> Incredibly close. Yes. <laughs>
But it's the panic. The panic sets in. Yeah, and we just want it done. No one enjoys paying bills. No, no one enjoys it. Dealing with all that. Just, so you just quickly set stuff up. You're like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm never going to forget auto pay. $500 for everyone. <laughs> uh, Melissa, hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Hey, we're good. Uh, you ended up paying the wrong bill, right? Oh. Yeah. Oh. So I, I used to have two credit cards, and then I canceled one. And I forgot to take it off, like a bill payment on my online banking. Oh my god, I've, I've done this. So, yeah, yeah. I went to pay four hundred dollars on my actual credit card, and I put it on a dead credit card. Oh, and I've done this. Yeah, so trying to get that money back was over two and a half weeks of calling the bank and being like, "Look, I want my money back," and they're like, oh, "Okay, yeah, we'll work on it." Work on it. And yeah, I eventually did get it back. They did e-transfer me the money back, but it took forever to get it back. And meanwhile, the other credit cards like, "Where's my money?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're like, "Oh my so, god, I'm going to be hit with the twenty percent interest." Like, Here's the thing: is exactly if, is if it's a dead credit card, where does it go? Like. Just well, the credit just, card is yeah, even like the account's closed sitting in some account. So, yeah, the account was closed, but they could see that I'd made a payment on it. They were like, yeah, we see that you made a payment. And I'm like, yeah. And it, the account's canceled. Like, yeah. why should that have gone through? That should have bounced immediately back. Yeah. Give and it back. they were like, oh, no. I know they take it yeah. so quick. I have no idea why it takes forever. It's probably someone literally that just needs to go click, click, click. There's your money. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They take your money real quick, but they don't want to give it back real quick. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad yeah. you got your cash back. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it, it took a while, and I immediately removed that credit card off my online banking, so that'll never happen again. Yeah. Good. I actually have two dead credit cards on my uh, oh, online that's a, banking. You're, you're playing a danger know, game there, Crash. I know. <laughs> yeah, I would get that off now. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Melissa. Yeah. Thanks, Melissa. No worries. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. I did that. I paid a dead credit card. You're right. It should just be a, a dead end. It yeah. shouldn't even... It shouldn't accept it. It should bounce back. Although, I don't want to defend credit cards. They're doing fine. They don't need our money. No. But we say, like, you know, they take our money real quick and don't want to give it back. Yeah. That's exactly how we treat credit cards. Well, that's true. <laughs> spend, spend, yeah. spend. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what's the minimum this month? I'll give you $12. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's what you get. Yeah, that's all you get. $46,000. <laughs> nice try, MasterCard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, uh, on the retail end of it, the reason why a credit is a negative on the bill is because it's negative to the company so it's what we owe you so it's my bill though yeah i don't care about the company yeah because i see a negative and i think that's a debt yes yeah i'm in the negative yeah yeah negative means i owe i I owe you yeah Uh take care of this yeah Mm. uh daniel how you doing buddy good how are you good good uh so what what was your situation here with paying a bill so, um, me and my wife moved from our first place to our second place, which just happened to be an apartment building. Yeah. Yeah. So when I switched my building power over, they forgot to put in the unit number. So I waited a whole month and got my bill and they charged me for every unit power. <laughs> every unit? <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh. Did you have so, a panic attack? Yeah. When I saw my bill, it was like over, it was around two grand. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Um, yeah. I showed my wife and she was flabbergasted. Yeah, I bet. Um, so I called them like off the hook, like five or six times before I finally got to like a manager yeah. and, um, I just let them have it. <laughs> and they, uh, There's I, I passion them, behind the shock of the bill. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I told them flat out, I'm not going to pay this. This yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And they uh, ended up giving me a credit for the amount, and I never had to pay anything on top of that. So I got a, like half a year's worth of power oh, for free. Did they? Because they messed up. I mean, yeah. Did they do that out of the kindness of their heart, or they actually messed up too? Oh, I'm not sure. Like <laughs> at the end of the day, like all I cared about was that I didn't owe them two grand, exactly. and that I got that money back. Plus, I never had to pay for that. Yeah, pay uh, for like half a year. in the first place. So sweet. Wow. Wow. Um, how long until you actually got your money back, or did you get it back during that phone call? Um, I got it back. Um, literally within like 24 hours, they were oh, pretty quick shocking. on it. Good. So, yeah. Well, that's yeah. good. Good. What good. a what a yeah. shock. Woo. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Daniel. You're welcome. Okay. You guys are great. Thank uh, you. Thanks, Have buddy. Oh, thanks, yeah, Dan. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Could you imagine you get the whole apartment complex? <laughs> I would poop my pants. I think I'd yeah. faint. What yeah. are you doing when I'm at work all day? <laughs> um, time to start up that OnlyFans page. Oh, Bitcoin man. Yeah, Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, man, that's insane. Jeez. That's insane. Well, yeah. guys, if we learned anything this morning, watch your bills. Yeah, check yeah. your statements. Check your bank accounts. Delete uh, credit cards that you don't have anymore or other, bail, yeah. uh, other bills that you don't have. Yeah, get rid of that. Yeah, we should do like carefully spring cleaning on our accounts. Yeah, we should. Hey, (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah. Hayden just reorganized all of our bills and stuff. He's done the whole financial rework. Oh, oh, yeah. I I don't know how any of it works. Oh, (laughs) Haley. All I know is money gets put into my account. (laughs) That's all I need. Oh my god! (laughs) It is not 1932, (laughs) but I want it to be. I know. You actually don't. It was a horrible time for me. Haley's a retro girl. I don't want to use my brain. Oh my god! Oh my god! God. Oh, you should have saw Mars' face. <laughs> oh, this is she just wants to be barefoot in the kitchen. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? That doesn't sound terrible. I mean, they didn't do everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> some oh. Troubled sometimes in that period, obviously. But. Yeah. yeah. That gives me a panic attack. <laughs> Please, young ladies, do not think like Haley. Don't follow in my footsteps. No. Damn those meals. They are oh, God. God. They're so good. <laughs> Yeah, they're not good when you're eating them alone. Anyways, oh alrighty, God. we're gonna get out of here. You guys have yourselves a great rest of your day. Yes, we're back tomorrow at six o'clock tomorrow. Ooh. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Want to join the show live? Live. Catch them weekday mornings six to ten on one zero two three Now Radio. One zero two three Now Radio.